Roll is SEM this afternoon. They've had kind of an up-and-down season, but they do know how to score points. I think their major battle this afternoon is going to be how to slow down this offensive juggernaut that is Hyannis football, led by running back number 10, Kobe Olson, the senior, over 1,200 yards on the season. The guy knows how to run with football. He knows how to score points, and that is going to be SEM's big challenge this afternoon to try to slow him down if they want to move on in the playoffs this year. Should be a great game. Beautiful weather here for a an October afternoon. Sunny skies, a little bit of breeze. We'll see if that impacts them much here this afternoon. Shouldn't be too much of a of a problem for the guys here this afternoon, and they are certainly ready to play. Beautiful weather this afternoon. Looking forward to an excellent six-man matchup here this afternoon on 930 KOGA AM, iHeartRadio, and 1460 AM KXPN. We are going to step aside. We're going to get some business done back in the studio. In fact, Corey had a chance to speak with a couple of the head coaches, both head coaches, in fact, from Hyannis and SEM. Plus, we will hear from one of the Longhorn players also after the 60-second break. You're listening to 930 KOGA AM, iHeartRadio, and 1460 AM KXPN. We get up early to dice, simmer, fry, and mix. Nachos made from scratch with jalapenos, cilantro, and our homemade ranch dressing. Chicken ranch nachos in three flavors made fresh for our friends at Amigos. All right, let's go. Amigos Boneless Wings presents their starting snack backs. Number 16, garlic parmesan. Number 22, buffalo. Number 5, mango habanero. And number 81, sweet barbecue. And it's wings for the win at Amigos King's Classic. Do you have a passion for athletics? Are you a former high school or college athlete looking for ways to stay involved? The Nebraska School Activities Association is asking you to grab a whistle. Officials are needed in every high school activity and are essential to the future of the game. Visit nsaahome.org for more information. Grab a whistle and contact the NSAA to get registered. And welcome, everyone, to our six-man playoff game uh, pregame today. The Hyannis Longhorns take on the SEM Mustangs. And I get a chat with one of the members of the Longhorns uh, this year. Reno Hunt joins me now, center and linebacker. And uh, you've been starting, what, since you were a sophomore? Yep, sophomore year. Okay. So you're, uh, you've are you been around the block a few times, and you kind of know how this goes. You guys have been a part of the, the playoffs, and uh, I'm sure you're very glad to, to get back and hopefully make a mark this year, huh? Yeah, after last year's first-round loss against Riverside, we've had it set on coming back and making a big impact this year. Yeah, you had to travel clear across the, the state and uh, got it handed to you, so I'm sure that kind of stuck in your, your craw. But, you know, you had a fairly young team last year, and you knew that you had most everyone back off that team. So I'm sure going into the season that you felt like uh, this would be a, a much better uh, season for you, and that's kind of proved to be the case so far. Yeah, we're pretty confident about this season. We got a lot of talent and good coaching on our team. You ran off six uh, straight before you ran into Hay Springs, and uh, they obviously, uh, being undefeated, have a very good team and aspirations like you do to uh, to win it all this year. Uh, what do you feel, feel like that game taught you uh, playing them and, and not being able to beat them? Uh, they were definitely a good team. They were pretty solid, but I feel like we came out and we kind of shot ourselves in the foot. We had a lot of really dumb mistakes on our part, but all around, Hay Springs was a really great team and I look forward to playing them again. you feel that was more uh, a mental uh, t- 
type thing than a physical uh, thing that night? Yeah, I feel like we really uh, beat ourselves in a sort of way. Okay, weren't as sharp as you needed to be, and uh, you love a rematch, but right now it's uh, all about preparing for uh, SEM. And uh, as you've looked at film of them and had the coaches uh, talk about them, what uh, what are your concerns going into this one? I think it's going to be a pretty good game. They can show up and be a 7-1, and one and they're looking pretty solid. It'll actually be kind of fun to play with them because uh, their running back, Blake Schroeder, uh, I used to go to school with him, and him and I used to play together. So that'll be fun to play against them. Oh, really? Uh, where was that? We both went to Amherst when I was younger. Oh, okay. So we're talking like through grade school into junior high? Uh, freshman, yeah, uh, junior high to freshman year, and okay. I moved and he moved. Really? Well, interesting. So you guys will have a little uh, a little conversation before the game and maybe afterwards, huh? Yeah, it'll be fun. Okay. Well, what do you guys got to do? Uh, uh, you, you squeaked one out against Crawford last week. Uh, were you guys? Did you feel like you were looking ahead and maybe didn't play as well as you wanted to last week? Yeah, I feel like we come out first half and played a really good game, but then second half we kind of coasted and just weren't playing our best game and we're kind of making them dumb mistakes again. So now you're hyped up uh, for the playoffs, obviously, and know that you're uh, you can't uh, you don't have much as much of a margin to to make those as you uh, termed it dumb mistakes, huh? Yeah, we really got to focus on one game at a time and just every play. Make sure you do your job and get it done. Obviously, you guys rely on the, the uh, ground game uh, quite a bit, but uh, you've got a good leader at quarterback there in Jackson Davis who uh, kind of makes things work. Uh, for you and uh looks like these last two teams are really keyed on kobe and so you've had other guys step up yeah we got weapons all over the field we can run but if we need to we can pass we have a lot of great receivers and jackson's a pretty good quarterback anybody in particular on sem that can concerns you that you're talking about uh needing needing to uh slow down they got number 80 he's a pretty big guy and he looks pretty athletic too but if we long as we hit him low and hit solid and wrap up we'll get him down but they got a lot of their back Blake Schroeder's pretty fast. Number eight, he's pretty big and looks pretty athletic. All right. So you just want to get back to playing solid Hyannis football and not not beat yourselves, not help them, huh? Yep. Um, I'm sure you guys are really happy about getting a home uh, game, too. And uh, so uh, just talk about the the game day experience uh, for you and and the other guys, especially uh, being uh, seniors, knowing that every game now could be uh, the last time you put on the pads and play for Hyannis. Yeah, it's definitely a fun experience being able to host a playoff game for first round your senior year but we do got to go in there with that mentality that if we messed up it's our last and we will never play together again so a lot riding on the line for this one you betcha yeah you can you can't uh, you don't you don't have uh you don't have the option of slipping up and coming back now it's uh it's win or go home as they say so uh reno nice talking with you go out there hope you guys uh, play a great ball game and can extend your season and we can talk before another playoff game next week okay yep sounds good now joining me is head coach of the Longhorns, Lance Braun. Coach, uh, an excellent season for you guys, 7-1, and one, and uh, into the playoffs. And that's the goal of every team when they start the year. It, it was our goal all along. Um, last year, we just wanted to make it in, uh, and we did. And this year, you know, we're, we're looking, I don't want to say we're not looking past anyone, but we, are, we have a goal that we would like to be there for more than just one game this year. Well, that that certainly uh, is uh, the goal. Once you get to the playoffs, you got to get there first. And you had you had a good year, and uh, Hay Springs got you in uh, your second to last uh, game. And then 
uh, last week, as Reno uh, recalled, you uh, played well in the first half, but then kind of let Crawford kind of get back in the ball game and kind of ended up with uh, a scare there. But uh, do you feel like you're where you're at to need to be overall heading into the playoffs as far as uh, both mentally and physically? Well, uh, we felt pretty good. Um, Hay Springs game, we felt like we were a couple plays away from winning that game. Uh, a few little mistakes here and there, but nothing that, that we can't correct. And so we were kind of looking at that. And then last week against Crawford, we get the, we get the big lead. Uh, a couple calls didn't go our way in the second half. We got to fight through that kind of stuff. And, and you know, that, that makes us more focused now because we know every team we play is going to give us their best shot. So, in a way, that was a better thing to have happen than if we win that game 70-20 to 20 or something like that. We might, you know, go in there not as focused. Well, I promise you, we're focused right now. So that's uh, in a way uh, it uh, it has uh, really shown you that uh, if you aren't focused, that uh, anybody can beat you. And uh, obviously, the the players have taken that to heart. They really have. And, and with this senior bunch, it's not like we've had to drill in their heads all week. You know, they have taken it upon themselves with our great senior leadership that we have. Hey, this is this is what we've been working for all year. Um, and there, there's no tomorrows. You know, we got it one game at a time, one play at a time. I know that gets old, but they've been living that this week, that's for sure. No, that's a cliche, but the, I always say the reason there's cliches and said so much is because they're true. I mean, if they were false, they wouldn't it's be saying them so works. much. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It does work, so. All right. We'll talk about the matchup with SEM, a 4-4 four and four team. Uh, they've, they've played tough schedule, too, so uh, a team you can't take lightly. Well, and that's the deal is uh, you look and you go 4-4, four and four, well, that's not much of a team. They went to Spalding Academy, and at the time, Spalding Academy was a top-five team, and they were down 20 points and come back and won that. Uh, then the next week, they play Stapleton, who had no wins and was up 20 on Stapleton, and then lost that game. So they're, they're a very up-and-down team, but they've got athletes up and down their roster. And um, you know, that's one of those games, if you sit there and go, well, let's look ahead to Minotaur or Hay Springs, uh, this team will beat you. So we we got to bring our A game, that's for sure. Do they rely primarily on the on the run, or do they have a good run-pass mix? They have um, the, the number seven, uh, Blake Schroeder, their running back, is super fast. Uh, they've got a quarterback who can throw the ball, uh, they're number 80 they have, um, I'm trying to think, uh, Carson Rohde is his name. Right. He is 6'2", 280-pound sophomore. You don't see that very often. And he and he moves, too. So they line him up at a, at a running back, at a wide receiver, at a tight end, and they try to, to run behind him. Uh, he can catch the ball, too. So, uh, you know, it's not like you can defend one thing. You have to, you got to be ready for everything. And plus, Last game of the season, you lose and go home, so you know they're going to bring out, they're going to open up the playbook a little bit and see what they got. Are they like anybody else that you played uh, to make it a little bit easier to prepare for, or kind of different? I I don't know. Um, they, I know their coach Streeter is uh, is an eight man coach, and you can see there's still little reflections of eight man in their game plan. Mm-hmm. Um, most of the teams we play are are all the time six man. Um, in some ways, they're kind of like an Arthur where they're going to be very scrappy. Um, you know, you don't take a playoff against them. Uh, they have some elements of a Hay Spring, some elements of a Cody Kilgore. 
I would say probably I would compare the most to Cody Kilgore, I would bet. Your offense, it looks like the last two uh, weeks, uh, the uh, teams have been trying to take away Kobe. I noticed on his uh, numbers they've gone down uh, considerably. He's been held down way below his average. Is that just uh, the teams are playing you that way? Are you having to go to other options or uh, any explanation for that? You know, there um, – we. It, it, part of it is a as an effort to throw the ball more because we are not going to make it to Kearney for the state finals if we're uh, trying forcing Kobe to get 250, 300 yards a game. Okay. Um, Reno said it best, we have weapons all over the place. So it was a conscious effort to throw the ball more. Um, and, and, you know, let, let's save Kobe. Let, instead of getting him 30 carries a game for these first couple games, let's, I don't want to say ease back on him a little bit if, if, the running play is there fine. If they're loading up to stop the run, then we throw the ball. And Jackson is more than capable of doing that. And we have guys all over the place who can catch. We even had Kobe throw a couple times. We even had him catch a couple times. So um, while the rushing numbers are down, uh, receiving numbers are he's getting catches and he's also throwing a little bit too. So just keeping our options open, I guess you could say. All right. Well, it uh, Friday's looking pretty good weather-wise, and you got an afternoon game there and uh... – could actually feel a little on the warm side, it looks like, huh? You don't get any better than 65 and sunny for the playoffs, yeah. so I'll, I'll take that every time. I don't think we're going to get it much after this week, but, hey, we're we're really enjoying the weather while we have it. Well, Lance, I appreciate you giving me a few minutes of your time and uh, wish you and the guys uh, the best of luck. Uh, nothing I enjoy uh, better this time of year than seeing uh, teams uh, not only make the playoffs but do well in the playoffs because you're representing Western Nebraska and uh, – and uh, we need to uh, have that have these teams uh, perform well because you know the old the eastern bias always uh, seems to set in and it's nice to be oh, able to yeah. show them hey uh, you know a recent example of somebody either winning a championship or getting uh, to the semis or finals and saying we're not we're not all uh, <laughs> we're not all butter out here you know we do have, do have some toughness yeah. we we've talked to a bunch of the coaches from this direction and we said let's bring it back west this year you know no matter what i don't care who it is which one of us is going to be but let's bring it back west where it belongs well thanks again and uh, good luck to you guys on friday lance all right thank you Corey. sand hill state bank south central diesel of holdridge has over 100 years of diesel fuel injection experience and has been putting customer relationships first since 1971 they are factory authorized to repair all types of diesel fuel injection systems and have a full service drive-in repair facility to repair your diesel ford chevy or dodge pickup scd's factory trained technicians are committed to providing the best service to their customers stop by 115 south east avenue in holdridge for all your diesel pickup repairs pumps and injectors diesel performance parts and turbochargers or call them at 1-800-228-8482 to put them to work for you. Stryker Tractor Service is a proud supporter of all the athletes in tonight's game. Stryker Tractor Service is the only name you need to know for great service in your area. Good luck team from Stryker Tractor Service in Eddyville. As a proud supporter of the athletes and academics, Scott of Slyker Heating and Air Conditioning would like to extend a great thank you to everyone. When you need a new unit or service on your furnace, air conditioner, or heat pump, trust Slyker Heating and Air. Serving Cumro in the surrounding area. Winter is coming. Does your heater have enough heat in it? Let the experts at Anderson Brothers Electric Plumbing and Heating make sure your heating system is ready. Don't be caught without your system working properly when you need it the most. Call today and have your furnace or heat pump checked. 
Our qualified technicians will check over all the mechanisms and make sure it's ready for all those cold days. Turn to the experts at Anderson Brothers Electric Plumbing and Heating in Kearney at 308-236-6437 or in Holdridge at 308-995-4481. Amos head coach of the uh, Sumner Eddyville Miller Mustangs, Brent Streeter with me now. Coach, uh, good season, 4-4. Four and four. Into the playoffs, uh, the season go uh, kind of how you expected or a little bit different? Oh, it depends on how you look at it. Uh, going into the season, I think we'd have been definitely uh, satisfied. Uh, we've been fairly inconsistent from week to week. Uh, took us the first half of the season to actually really put a complete game together. And then we uh, had a game at mid-season, and no discredit for to Staple McPherson County they started getting hot about that time and uh, we had a lot of uh, unforced errors second half of that game so we, let, we felt like we let one slip away on that one uh, and but we got one that a lot of people didn't expect us to get at Spalding Academy earlier mm-hmm. in the season so that might have traded off but uh, we sur- certainly would like to be uh, sitting at five and three but we're four and four and we're heading to Hyannis so uh, we're going to make the most of it. And one thing's for sure looking at your schedule you've been tested you played a lot of upper echelon teams this year. Yeah, you know, by the time this was all said and done, and we went down and we broke down our schedule, it was like, you know, that's pretty brutal. Uh, we played some teams that, uh, you know, they had that uh, one game-breaker athlete on it, and uh, those guys in six-man football, as you know, are tough to stop. Oh, yeah. If you get, if you got, uh, yeah, you got those guys, and uh, we'll talk about Hyannis in a little bit. They kind of got one of those guys, too. But uh, talk about your team a little bit. I haven't been able to see any stats on you guys. So tell us who the playmakers are for you guys. Well, we have a little bit of balance. You know, we uh, share the ball. We got some guys that do different things. Uh, we're one of those uh, rare six man teams. Of course, this is our first year in it, so hopefully mm-hmm. we'll improve this in our future. But, uh, we still try to play a little bit of ball control. We don't necessarily have that playmaker that takes it the distance. Okay. So first downs and keeping the other team's offense on the field is the nights where we've been most successful. I, I would imagine you, you talked about uh, coming into six-man, stepping down from the eight-man, that that's a little bit of an adjustment uh, for you to, to get acclimated uh, for both you and the players, and you probably uh, are just now starting to, to settle in and feel uh, comfortable like this is something you've been doing a while. Right, you know, it's uh, we're, we're uh, adjusting still week to week. You know, we're doing new stuff this week. Uh, we're taking things from other teams. You know, uh, yeah, it, it's uh, quite an adjustment period. More, probably more so tough for for the players because they've been learning so much week to week on things that we scratched and added or what maybe we should have been doing. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, all the way around, uh, uh, a lot bigger adjustment than a lot of people might think. The eight to six compared to eleven to eight, so to speak. Yeah, and uh, I think you, as you go along, you you learn a lot about strategy and what you got to do. And defense, you always know you're going to give up yards and points. It's just uh, usually in yeah. six man games, fairly even match teams. It comes down to uh, which defense can maybe make some plays, come up with a couple of uh, takeaways, and and uh, yeah. turn them into points. Right? Yeah, that that'll be offense, and hope you don't self destruct. Because <laughs> you got to match that score. <laughs> you betcha. Well, talk about uh, your opponent to start the playoffs, the Hyannis Longhorns. Uh, they've had a good season uh, as well. Only uh, one loss on their ledger, and that was to uh, highly ranked Hay Springs. So they're coming in 7-1, uh, and one, and uh, you've got to make the trip over there. And what uh, what have you seen on film that uh, you know that shows you that they're a good team? Well, I'll tell you what. They got 
some size. They fill out their pads well. Looks like they got a combination of some speed and strength. So that's going to be a tough balance. And some teams we match up better with than others. So hopefully we match up with high ass a little bit with what we do. Uh, we're going to have to be strong uh, tackling. I know that they can break tackles, but at the same time, they can throw that thing deep on you. So uh, they have some playmakers. It's going to be a test for sure. You don't often, uh, very often, face a quarterback who's uh, about two hundred and fifty pounds, do you? <laughs> no, no, you don't. Not at this level. And uh, he's got a good arm on him. And uh, you know, I'm not sure exactly if he kicks for him too. But I know it's a guy good kicking game. When you get down into that PAT and field goal range, that's something we're looking at as well. So, uh, yeah, well balanced team, and uh, you can tell by the way they play defense. They have confidence in their athleticism. So. Uh, we're going to have to find a way to neutralize that. And I'm sure you've uh, zeroed in and, and kind of noticed the Olsen kid and, and his ability to uh, to uh, break it, and you don't try to not let him get uh, out in the open field uh, much because he <laughs> uh, he has that ability and cut back and, and uh, one cut and he's gone. Yes, so uh, we're going to have to uh, grab cough, hang on, wait for help, try to break down and contain him. Uh, and no doubt about that. And uh, we've had we've struggled with that a little bit throughout the course of the year. Then we've had a night where we've been able to put together. So hopefully, it'll be one of those nights where we uh, had the right uh, strategy going into the game. And uh, how's your special teams been? Have they have they been fairly good this year? Or has that been kind of a struggle? Pretty for good. You? Pretty mm-hmm. good. We uh, have a kicker that does pretty good for us, so uh, we don't face a lot of returns. We had some PATs that have helped us uh, manage some points on the board. So. Pretty happy with our special team. That was a big fear going into this, going, yes, darn, what are we going to do? So mm-hmm. uh, we've uh, we've been fortunate to have uh, pretty good success on special teams this year, so hopefully that continues as well. Okay, well, I think the weather is supposed to cooperate. should be a good day over there for you. And, uh, Brent, thanks for taking uh, time out of your schedule to visit with us a few minutes, have a safe trip over, and a good ball game, and uh, good luck to you guys. You bet. Appreciate it. Uh, thanks for having us on. And, yeah, sounds like a beautiful afternoon for football. I had some things bothering me, some pain, and doctors suspected that it was cancer. All of a sudden, I get a call and I found out the cancer is moving to your lungs very rapidly. You need to go see Dr. Pornchai immediately. I had knew about the Morrison Cancer Center, yes. I had heard some good things about it. I didn't even think about going anywhere else. Chemo is very tough. They cared about every step of the process. They made you feel at home as, as well as they can in a cancer center. I had nine weeks of treatment and then you know we did a couple more tests down the road with them I and mean, they said things started to turn around a little. It was, uh, I don't know, it's hard to describe. It was like a weight being lifted. It changes your life every minute for the rest of it. I'm Ronald Faber and I was treated here in Mary Lanning. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. Experience matters. ENT Physicians of Kearney and Family Hearing Center have physicians who are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, head, and neck disorders in adults and children. See Drs. Conley, Johnson, and Owen at Kearney ENT and see why experience matters to them. Their main office is located in Kearney. However, they're where you are with five satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska. Providing the highest quality care to everyone, ENT Physicians of Kearney and Family Hearing Center specializing in you from kobe olsen as i mentioned 1230 some yards on the season so far 
And a quick pass. Now, remember, in six-man football, for those of you who are not familiar, the uh, person who passes the ball to quarterback cannot take the direct snap. So that time it was a quick pitch back to Tennyson Williams, or excuse me, rather, back to Kobe Olsen. And this time he actually passed the football out to the left side. Not much of a gain there, about four yards on the pass. And Hyannison... Quick movements here as they are getting the offense going quickly. This one a pitch out to the right side and an attempt at a pass there, but a nice job by Sumner Eddieville Miller as it was Preston Steeb getting into the backfield quickly, bringing Olsen down and actually stopping him for a loss. So now, well, what they will do is actually a heads-up play by Olsen there. He threw the football, so it actually counts as an incomplete pass instead of a loss. So... Nice job there by Olsen, and he does take the pass this time. It is connecting to Jackson Davis. Davis with a nice run out across the 20-yard line deep into SEM territory. Not quite enough for a first down. Remember, another little wrinkle in the six-man football ranks is Jeff get 15 yards for a first down as opposed to 10. So it's going to be a fourth down in just about a yard. In fact, I'd say it's closer to a foot. Snap back to Davis. He quickly pitches it back to Olsen. Olsen, just a little flipper pass over the top, goes to Musgrave, and Musgrave has plenty of yardage for the first down. He's out across the five-yard line, and there it will be first and goal for Hyannis. And again, scheduled for a 2 p.m. Mountain, 3 p.m. Central Time start. So they were apparently chomping at the bit to get this one going as we are still sitting at just a minute before 2 o'clock here in Hyannis. But we are underway in six-man first-round playoff football action. Pitch out, but a flag is thrown. And it was Musgrave on the carry as he worked his way, weaving through SEM defenders towards the goal line. Did not quite make it. And again, a flag down. That will be against Hyannis and back the Longhorns up. Looks like it's going to be of the 10-yard variety, so a holding penalty, I believe, is the call. And the official will spot the football down around the 19-yard line of SEM. Welcome into our listeners at 9.30 a.m. KOGA and iHeartRadio and also out in 1460 KXPN land, ESPN Radio, out in Kearney. Kobe Olsen working around left side, weaving in and out of defenders and pulled down. Looked like grabbing a hold of perhaps a face mask as a flag does come down on the far side by the official. And if that is the case, then that's going to be a half the distance to the goal penalty and an automatic first down for Hyannis. Looked like the defender was just trying to grab whatever he could. And I'll tell you, Olsen is a tough customer to bring down. And indeed, it was... Oh, they're actually going to call the face mask on Hyannis. Interesting. It looked like when Olsen was going down, he got pulled down kind of awkwardly, and I thought that was going to go against SEM, but I stand corrected as the face masking penalty is actually going to go against the offense. And that will set up second down now. And about, well, they spot the ball right on the 20-yard line. And remember, it is goal to go. So now, second down and 20 for Hyannis as they quickly march back to the line of scrimmage. 
7-10 to go here in the first quarter of play. Ten-minute quarters, remember. Pass incomplete into the end zone. Intended that time for Jaden Vinton. But connection not made, and that's going to set up a third down now for Hyannis. Plenty of playoff football and even some sub-district volleyball coming up next week. We'll go through some of those brackets as the game wears on. But right now, Hyannis facing a third and 20. Handoff to Kobe Olsen. He's just going to try to muscle his way forward. SEM, the defender, falls forward or falls. Preston Steep loses track of him, and Olsen reverses field back to the left side. And as a result, Olsen able to scramble his way into the end zone for the first points of the ball game. And that's going to give Hyannis a 6-0 lead with 6.51 left to go here in the first quarter. And Hyannis sets up for a rare kick attempt. Remember, in six-man football, a kick through the uprights equals two points, and that one is no good off to the right side. Very difficult to get a kick off in six-man football because you just don't have enough personnel to try to stop six with four, and that one did get away, but to the right side, and Hyannis will settle for a 6 to nothing lead with 6.51 left to go here in the first quarter play. We're back after this 60-second timeout. Ravenna Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement. From the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job, Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. You fill it up and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump. Rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County. Do you need transmission repair on your four-wheel drive truck or SUV? How about your two-wheel drive or front-wheel drive vehicle for work or school? Hi, this is Wayne with TBK Transmissions. Over the years, TBK Transmissions has repaired thousands of four-wheel drive, two-wheel drive, and transfer cases, foreign or domestic. Put your trust in TBK. The only way is TBK. 2520 Avenue Q or online at tbktrans.com. TBK Transmissions, the only way is TBK. On 9.30 a.m. KOGA and also over on 1460 KXPN ESPN Radio. Quick start here, in fact, a little bit early, so didn't get a chance for the starting lineups. Uh, incidentally, the kick after the 6 to nothing lead there goes through the end zone, and so SEM will set up first and 10 from their own 15-yard line. We'll go through the starters here in just a moment after this snap from scrimmage for the Mustangs. Quick handoff and just as quick of a tackle as Hyannis all over the ball carrier that time. Carson Rohde. And not much room there. In fact, Rody's going to lose about a yard. For SEM starters this afternoon, number eight, Noah Bidlin. Also number 10, Tennyson Williams, starting at your quarterback position. Number 24, Preston Steve. And number 33, Jake Steve, the senior cousins, starting for SEM this afternoon. Number 80, Carson Rody, who had just carried the football for the Mustangs. And number 88, Riley Sock. Punting duties will fall to Jacob Slacker this afternoon. This time a run up the left side for SEM. And again, it's Rody with the carry. A little bit more room that time, but still not much as Hyannis' defense quick to collapse on Rody around the left side. About four yards on the carry. So a third down and 
about 11, 12 yards still here for the first down. 5.49 left to go in the first quarter play. Hyannis strikes first 6 to nothing here in the first quarter. Back to the line of scrimmage comes SEM. We'll go through the Hyannis starters here in just a moment. One you know full well, number 10, Kobe Olson, who got that first touchdown for Hyannis. Momentary stoppage of play, and it's going to be a timeout called by SEM. We'll do the same back in 60 seconds after this on 930 KOGAM and 1460 KXPN. As a proud supporter of the athletes and academics, Scott of Slyker Heating and Air Conditioning would like to extend a great thank you to everyone. When you need a new unit or service on your furnace, air conditioner, or heat pump, trust Slyker Heating and Air, serving Cumro in the surrounding area. Stryker Tractor Service is a proud supporter of all the athletes in tonight's game. Stryker Tractor Service is the only name you need to know for great service in your area. Good luck, team, from Stryker Tractor Service in Eddyville. Ag Explorer International is providing the agriculture industry with the highest quality products at the best value, like NutriPak with its state-of-the-art chemistry. NutriPak increases growth activity in the four major parts of plant development, roots, stems, leaves, and fruit. If it is green and grows, NutriPak is a product for you. Contact Mid-Nebraska Chemical for a dealer in your area to get synergized NutriPak and Enzone from Ag Explorer, 308-468-6206. 1460 KXPN over in Kearney. Also, of course, iHeartRadio. And we have got SEM with the football versus Hyannis in Hyannis. Beautiful, sunny, warm October afternoon. A rarity for this time of year. We've already seen some snow and some very cold temperatures, but man, oh man, did we get a nice one on tap here today. SEM pass incomplete out to the right side. That will set up a fourth down for the Mustangs. And they will be forced to punt to Hyannis. Should give Hyannis pretty good field position here as well as the punter slacker is back to about his own five-yard line. Low snap. He's able to get it and then just shanks it off the left side of his foot. Goes up and over the Hyannis bench. And it looks like they'll spot it about the 23. So an 18-yard punt for slacker that time just didn't come clean off his foot. And as a result, Hyannis is going to look at a very, very short field here. Short enough as it is, just 80 yards, but they've only got 23 to try to put up some more points on their side of the board. And the snap and handoff to Olsen. Olsen around the left side trying to muscle his way once again, pushing Mustangs left and right as he goes, and he is all the way down inside the five-yard line. Well, they'll say he goes out of bounds just, just outside the five, so... I think they're going to spot the football at the six-yard line. But, man, Olsen, that is why the guy's got 1,238 yards on the season because he gets the football and he is hard to stop. As the Mustangs know full well already in this ball game, 5-14 and counting left to go in the first quarter. That snap, though, is lost, and that is going to be a fumble. Turnover will be picked up by Preston Steve for SEM. And Hyannis, just when things were looking like they were business as usual, an errant snap is going to give the football to the Mustangs here. So crisis averted for SEM. And Hyannis turned away. Football now belonging to the Mustangs. Looks like they'll spot it at the 15-yard line. So first and 15 there for SEM as they move their way towards the line of scrimmage. And shotgun snap 
goes to Rohde, and then the pitch over to Tennyson Williams, and Williams keeps it himself. Decent run, picks up about half what he needs to the 24-yard line. So a nice run there by Williams, and that sets up a second down and about 11 or 12. Starters this afternoon for Hyannis, number 10, Kobe Olson, the 5'11", 165-pound senior, Reno Hunt, the 5'11", 185-pound senior. Back to action as it's a quick pitch over to Rohde and nothing there as the sophomore is gobbled up in the backfield. Also for Hyannis, number 30, Zane Musgrave, the 6'2", 205-pound senior. Ty Rowe, number 44, the 6-foot, 185-pound senior. Jaden Vinton, number 52, the 6'1", 220-pound senior. Number 55, your quarterback, Jackson Davis, the 6'2", 235-pound senior. Starting for Hyannis this afternoon. Again, an early start here, so didn't get a chance to do that in the pregame as we were hot and heavy to get to action here this afternoon as the offense for SEM, again, an incomplete pass out to the left side. Will stymie yet another drive for SEM, just not having a whole lot of luck in the passing game so far. And a lot of that has to do with a very tenacious, hungry defense from Hyannis that has not given them a lot of time to make any decisions. And so back to punt once again for SEM will be Jacob Slacker. Another low snap. This time, though, he gets it off his foot a lot better, and a SEM bounce will take it across the 40 to the 35-yard line of Hyannis, and that is the... Setup point now for the Hyannis offense with 3.47 left to go here in the first quarter play. Hyannis with a 6 to nothing lead, already one turnover in the football game. That at the expense of the Longhorns, which ended their last drive, which was deep in SEM territory, about the six-yard line, but an errant snap gave it over to SEM, who was unable to do anything on their offensive drive. And now Hyannis with it, a pitch out to the left side to Olsen. Olsen across 35, 40, 35 into SEM territory and out of bounds. They'll spot him out at about the 36. Looks like he'll pick up about 10 yards. We'll give him nine, so a second and six upcoming now. As Hyannis works their way back to the line of scrimmage. Olsen in the backfield as the snap goes to Davis. Davis again hands off to Olsen, but I think an SEM is kind of getting the idea of where the football is going to go in that time. A couple of SEM defenders quick to bring Olsen down, and that's going to be a loss of about five yards. So third and ten upcoming now for Hyannis. Clock continues to move, 317 and counting here in the first quarter. Hyannis with a 6 to nothing lead. And Olsen gets the pitch out to the left side this time, 35-30 and into SEM territory, first down yardage. So a good run that time, found some room, good blocking along the line for Hyannis. Gives Olsen just a little bit of breathing room, and he makes the most out of it, down to the 26-yard line of SEM. First and 15 upcoming now as Hyannis is on the move. SEM, nice job on the previous play, bringing Olsen down to the backfield, but that time just no answer for the blocking along that left edge, and Olsen makes most out of it. This time another pitch, no room on the left side, so he reverses field, comes back around the right side, leaving SEM tacklers in his wake across the 10, 5, and inside the 5-yard line goes Olsen. 
And another first down. That was just excellent field awareness by Olsen. Realized that he had nothing but Mustangs in his way along the left side. So he completely turned it around, came back to the right side of the field and broke a couple of tackles on his way inside the five-yard line. Ball will be spotted at the four. First and goal upcoming now for Hyannis with 2.30 and counting here in the first quarter of play. Hyannis looking to add to their scoring total. And it will be delayed for a moment here as flags fly. False start, I believe, is going to be the call on the offense. No, they'll call off offsides on the defense. So SEM across the line too early, and that's going to give Hyannis an even closer look at the goal line. Ball spotted at the two now. So first and goal from the two-yard line. Hyannis with a little bit of a gift there from SEM, and we'll see what they draw up. I have a feeling it's going to have something to do with number 10 here. As it is Jackson Davis back to collect the snap. Instead, it's a handoff, quick little play, and a bit of misdirection. That time, Musgrave is the ball carrier, so a bit of trickery that time. Everybody keying in on Olsen, but this time, Musgrave shows that he, too, has some wheels, and he just pushes his way into the middle of that line, and into the end zone he goes for the Hyannis touchdown. And now setting up for another two-point kick here, it will be Jackson Davis to attempt the try. Snap, ball down, kick up, and it is good this time. And that actually a nice kick by Davis as SEM was coming hot and heavy through the middle of that line, but they were unable to stop the kick. And an eight-point drive that time for Hyannis makes the score 14 to nothing with 2.06 left to go. We'll be back after this 60-second timeout. Have you ever seen a dented tortoise? The same way a thick tortoise shell protects its occupant, the bullet spray and bed liners from the dent poppers protect your pickup truck's bed. No rust, corrosion, dents, or scratches ever. Guaranteed for as long as you own your truck, and it says so in writing. Bullet spray on liners is the one that goes on hot, stays strong. That means your truck holds its value longer. Surprised that the dent popper now applies bullet spray on? Don't be. The dent popper's been on the leading edge of vehicle preservation for years. See the dent popper north of Railroad on 1st on the bricks, downtown Carney for a free estimate. This is Bob from B&B Carpet and Donovan. So you've been thinking of new flooring but have no idea what you want or need. Let me introduce you to our family with over 50 years combined experience. Russ, Mandy, Donna, and my son Josh. Please come in to see us at B&B and we will do our best to help you choose your new flooring. B&B Carpet and Donovan, where our customers say, that's where we always go. Bill Miller and Hyannis now with a 14 to nothing advantage. And it's Vinton kicking it away. Nice hard kick goes through the end zone, and that will set things up first and 15 now from the 15 for SEM. And we'll see if Sumner Eddieville Miller can get something going offensively this time as so far, they have just had a hard time moving the football at all. A couple of incomplete passes on the last drive and the drive before. And the running game just ineffective so far against this Hyannis defense. As SEM snaps it back, pitch goes over to the running back. Looks like Tennyson Williams with the carry. 
Finds a little bit of room on the right side, but not much. About five yards on the carry will set up a second down and ten. Two minutes left to play here in the first quarter. 14 to nothing, Hyannis. But SEM has the football, second down and ten. Ball spotted on the 20-yard line. SEM with a one-man out wide to the left. Two-back set. And the receiver saw goes in motion, but it's going to be a handoff to Rody. Rody trying to brood his way forward. And we'll pick up about five yards on the carry. So third down and five now, and SEM desperately looking to move these chains and keep this drive alive as they're looking at a third and five from their own 25-yard line. About 133 and counting here in the first quarter of play. SEM trying to find a first down for the first time in the ball game here on offense. Shotgun snap back to Rody. Pitch out to Tennyson, and Tennyson Williams has to reverse his field a couple of times, but Hyannis just will not let him get forward, and he gets back to the line of scrimmage, and that is it. So Williams trying to do a little bit of fancy footwork there in the backfield, but Hyannis insatiable, and they bring Williams down for no gain on the play. Back to punt once again will be Slacker, who's gotten his... Work in this afternoon. The snap goes through his hands, and he loses it on the turf, then throws it towards a Hyannis player. I believe they're going to call that an incomplete pass. And so actually, for all intents and purposes, not a terrible decision by Williams, as because of the fact he threw it forward, an incomplete pass is the case, and then that will set the ball up first and 15 from the 25-yard line. Had it been a fumble... It probably would have been Hyannis' ball back somewhere around the 10 or 15-yard line, perhaps even with a chance to run it in for the touchdown. But heads-up play, but Musgrave now goes left, comes back right, and he is just going to bowl his way into the end zone as Musgrave has a 25-yard touchdown scamper, his second of the ball game. And before the conclusion of the first quarter here, it's going to be another Scoring drive, a quick one put together by Hyannis. They will once again attempt the two-point kick attempt. And it will be Davis back to try to do the honors. Ball, however, falls away. Olsen gives it off to Davis. Davis tries to pass it towards the end zone over the head of the intended receiver, Ty Rowe. And so that attempt will fall short, leaving the score at 20 to nothing. Here with 41 seconds left to go in the first quarter of play, Hyannis with the lead over SCM. We're back after this 60-second timeout. Your friendly Friesen Ford in Aurora is your destination for sales, service, and parts. Friesen Ford has the vehicle you want right on their lot with a wide variety of vehicles to choose from in their friendly sales staff to assist you in a low-pressure environment. Come experience the friendly Friesen Ford difference for yourself today in their state-of-the-art facility located 20 miles east of Grand Island, just off of I-80 in Aurora, or online at FriesenFord.com. For sales, service, parts, trust your friendly Friesen Ford team. 
Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings. Your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. And welcome back to our listeners back in Ogallala on 9.30 a.m. KOGA and also out in Kearney on 1460 KXPN. Also, of course, our listeners on iHeartRadio. It is a 20 to nothing lead for Hyannis over SEM here with 41 seconds to go in the first quarter. Vinton on the ensuing kickoff. Spins that one out of bounds along the right side, and so that will be a penalty, giving SEM better field position than they have seen in recent drives, starting at the 25-yard line. First and 15, back goes in motion. Fake handoff by Williams, tackled in the backfield, but he is able to get the pass away to Riley Sock, and Sock moves his way out across the line of scrimmage, but not much gain there, as he's going to be brought down by Zane Musgrave. About a two-yard gain, if that, but pretty good effort that time by the quarterback just to get that football away as Williams was being pursued quite quickly by that Hyannis defense. Is able to get it away to Sock and make something out of nothing, but still a long way to go here for a first down for SEM. Second down and about 14 to go. Number five, Hyannis, number 12, SEM, and that is going to conclude the first quarter of play with your score, Hyannis 20, SEM nothing. We'll be back with the second quarter right after this 60-second timeout. There's just one place where students are students first, and athletics are played with purpose and perspective. That place is your local high school. High school sports offer more than the joy of competition. Studies show that student-athletes in Nebraska are also likely to enjoy greater levels of achievement in other areas of their lives, including academics. High school sports, a winning part of a complete education. This message presented by the Nebraska School Activities Association and the Nebraska State Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. For the last 110 years, Aurora Cooperative has believed that by joining together, farmers can accomplish things they cannot accomplish alone. We know it hasn't been an easy year, but together we have worked hard to make the most of each situation for your farm or ranch. We know that our success shows up in your bushels per acre and rates of gain, but it really becomes reality because of our understanding for your farm. It is measured in your trust in us at Aurora Cooperative. We thank you for your trust and wish everyone a safe and bountiful harvest season. Tougher together, Aurora and you. KOGA and iHeartRadio, also to our listeners out in Kearney on 1460 KXPN. Ten minutes up on the second quarter clock. And it is SEM with football first, or rather second and 14 from their own 26-yard line. Ball carrier Tennyson Williams. And much like previous attempts, not much room there as Hyannis quickly closes in on the football. And it will be no gain on the play for Williams. So third down and 14 as SEM has struggled to try to get anything going here against this very stringent Hyannis defense. 
And SEM back to pass. Williams looking for somebody across the left side. And a couple of Hyannis defenders out there, but a flag, couple of flags fly near the 40-yard line. We'll see what the call is. There was nobody out there but a couple of blue jerseys, and we'll see if that is going to result in a pass interference penalty here. for SEM, and in fact, that will be the call, so a big break for SEM as they will get the automatic first down and some yardage to go with it. Ball will be spotted right at midfield at the 40-yard line, and that's give them about an extra yard there, so we'll set up the first down. I don't believe that it was going to be an automatic first down, so it might have been a Either way, they've got just enough out of the penalty yardage to give them a first down, and so SEM will get their first first down of the ball game, and now into Hyannis territory, just across midfield, pass left side, and it is complete to Jacob Slacker. So Williams able to find Slacker along the left side to about the 29-yard line of Hyannis, so by far the best offensive attempt of the ball game for SEM as they are moving deeper and deeper into Longhorn territory here. Second down and about six, long five. And shotgun snap way over the head of Williams and Hyannis quickly back there all over Williams, but he will get the pass away, nearly caught in fact, by Jake Steeb, but Reno Hunt was on the hunt that time quickly into the backfield as that shotgun snap went well over the head of Tennyson Williams. He was trying to track it down. And meanwhile, Hunt was all over him. But to Williams' credit again, able to get that pass away, just Jake Steve not able to pick it up. However, when it's all said and done, it will still be SEM football in a third down, but manageable, third and about five. 8.28 here left in the first half of play. Hyannis up 20 to nothing. Back to pass again is Williams. Williams has a receiver open, but ball is dropped. Intended for Riley Sock. And right there with him was Kobe Olson. Might not have had enough for the first down anyway, but he was a lot closer to that marker. And we'll see what SEM decides to do here. Most likely it is four down territory where they're at. And indeed, SEM will go for it here. Lone man in the backfield is Carson Rohde. Fourth down and five. Rohde gets the snap. Big boy just pitches it forward, does have somebody open, and it's going to be a first down for SEM out across the 20-yard line to about the 17. Preston Steve able to get it, but unfortunately in the backfield, Carson Rohde Slow to get up. Looks like he's holding on to that left knee. Didn't see the collision back there as he just kind of underhanded tossed it up to Steve to get rid of it as there was quick pressure on him in the backfield. And Rody is still on the ground. Like I said, clutching that left knee. Trainers are out there checking on him. Some of the SEM coaching staff out to see what's going on, and he is clearly in some pain out there. Again, did not see the collision. But Rody down on the turf still as they are trying to assess the situation, and it looks like they're going to help him up. 
So Rody is up and trying to walk off in his own accord, and that's a good sign. Took one very gingerly step to begin with, but then began jogging his way to the sideline. So a good sign there for Carson Rody. Maybe just got a little twist on that knee as he went down. But either way, Rody able to get off on his own power. And we will get ready to get back underway here. As coming into the ball game for Rody, looks like it will be Fabian Aguado, the junior, into the ball game now for the Mustangs. Quickly up to the line of scrimmage goes Jake Steve as he will set up over the football. And under center goes Tennyson Williams. Snap, pitched out to Aguado. Aguado looks left, comes back right, but he's not going to get anywhere. Tries to pass the football forward. It is still on the ground, and I think instead of an incomplete pass, they might be calling that a fumble. I think the officials are going to talk that one over, and they will say incomplete pass. There was no whistle blown right away. It looked pretty clearly like it was going to be an incomplete pass as Aguado just tried to push it forward as he was being tackled by a couple of Hyannis defenders. But a late whistle, so you were unsure which way they were going to go with that. But it will be incomplete pass. And a second down and 15 from the 18 for SEM. 8.05 up on the second quarter clock. 20 to nothing. Hyannis with the lead over SEM. Back to pass is Williams. Williams has a man open but overthrows him along the right sideline. Intended for Sock, but it just went over the hands and out of bounds. Incomplete. Third down and 15 now from the 18-yard line as SEM finds their drive sputtering here a little bit. And back into the ball game now comes Carson Rohde, so might have just tweaked that knee for a minute, but great to see him back out onto the field. Never want to see anything serious happen with injury situation. Carson Rohde, a big boy, too, so I'm sure they're happy to see him back out there, the sophomore. And shotgun snap back to Williams. Williams looks for Rohde along the left, or rather, that was Slacker out along the left sidelines. Got wide open, and he is all the way into the end zone for the touchdown. So Slacker strikes pay dirt for SEM. The 18-yard pass. And that sets up 20-6 to six now. Hyannis with the lead to kick now is Rody. He's going to attempt the two-point kicking conversion. Ball down, kick is up, and that one high and no good. Off to the left side. Certainly had enough distance just kind of spun its way out of the left side and that will keep the score at 20 to 6 Hyannis with the lead 753 left to go here in the first half of play back after this 60 second timeout transmission problems sloppy or jerky shifting could be a serious hit to your pocketbook or sometimes a simple repair is all that is needed maybe a solenoid or a small electronic part hi this is wayne with tbk transmissions we'll share some money saving choices of whether to repair or replace your transmission two-wheel drive four-wheel drive foreign or domestic the only way is tbk 2520 avenue q or online at tbktrans.com tbk transmissions the only way is tbk we get up early to dice, simmer, fry, and mix. Nachos made from scratch with jalapenos, cilantro, and our homemade ranch dressing. Chicken ranch nachos in three flavors made fresh for our friends at Amigos. 
All right, let's go. Amigos Boneless Wings presents their starting snack backs. Number 16, garlic parmesan. Number 22, buffalo. Number 5, mango habanero. And number 81, sweet barbecue. And it's wings for the win at Amigos Kings Classic. SEM Mustangs, but the Mustangs finally getting some points up on their side of the board by way of a Williams to Slacker 18-yard pass and catch. And with 7.53 left to go here in the first half of play, the kick will go into the end zone for a touchback. And so that will set up first and 15 now for Hyannis at their own 15-yard lines. Special thanks to some of our sponsors of Hyannis football here this afternoon. They are Sandhill State Bank, Prima Rural Electric, Consolidated Companies, DNR Repair, Cow Country Sales, Dreadless Grocery, Westco, Krusty's Feed Store, Dyer Feed, and also Ranch Supply, Hyannis Hotel, and Pioneer Well Drilling. Thanks so much for their support in bringing you Hyannis Longhorn football. And that snap goes over the head of Kobe Olson back into the end zone. Olson, though, alertly picks it up, throws the pass incomplete, and averting disaster there is Hyannis as that ball rolled all the way back into the end zone before Olsen was able to pick it up, throw it for the incomplete pass, and although a loss of down, at least they do not lose the football. So the Longhorns there nearly given a big break to the Mustangs, but as it goes, it will just be second down now, and the ball carrier out across the 20, but a fumble ball is on the ground. Looks like Hyannis is going to be quick on it. Also a flag in the backfield, so... That particular play, a case of about anything that could go wrong, will. Getting on the football was Ty Rowe to save it for the Longhorns, but we'll see what this flag's about in the backfield. That's going to be a holding penalty against Tyannis. So that will back them up anyway. But again, two near turnovers for the Hyannis Longhorns there as the BNSF train rolls on through. Kind of a unique situation here as the train tracks lie directly parallel to the football field here. As the BNSF guys off doing their business, got a quick look at some six-man playoff football. Looks like a timeout will be called on the field. We'll keep it right here. 7.42 left to go here in the first half of play. 20-6. to Hyannis with the lead. Welcome in to our listeners Back in Ogallala on 9.30 a.m., KOGA and iHeartRadio. And also out in Kearney, a special welcome to our listeners out east on 1460 ESPN Radio, KXPN. As the players come back out on the field after the timeout, we will quickly go over some of our other sponsors, bringing you some playoff action this year. Schmidt Motors, Western Insurers, Pinnacle Bank Ogallala, Ray Federal Crop Agency, Adams Bank and Trust Ogallala, Big Springs Equipment, and CHS Grainland. We'll go through a few more here in a moment as back to collect the snap is going to be Davis, and he will hand it off to, guess who, Kobe Olson, and Olson works his way out across the 20-yard line to around the 23. So still plenty of real estate left to pick up a first down, but he cuts it in about half, about a seven or eight-yard gain that time, so third and eight upcoming for Hyannis. 7-18 and counting here in the first half. Davis back for the shotgun snap. Grabs it. Back to Olsen. Olsen now looking to pass. Now he'll just pull it in and decide to run with it. 
skirting this way and that. Comes near side, out of bounds, but plenty of plenty of yardage for the first down as he will go out of bounds at the 38-yard line. So Olsen dodging and weaving his way through SEM defenders, picks up the first down, moves the chains, and keeps Hyannis in business. Speaking of business, again, thanks to our sponsors, Cabela's Furniture and Chapel, Meat Lumber Oglala, Spangler Roofing, Corp Auto Group, Julesburg, Sydney Roofing, McClung's Aerial Spring, and Banner Health, Ogallala. Another handoff to Olsen, this time across the 40, 35-yard line, sprung down at the 34, a gain of about eight yards on the carry. They'll put the football down with the back tail on the 35-yard line. So we're looking at about a second down and eight or nine as Hyannis churning more yardage out, working their way deeper into Mustang territory. 20-6 to six the score here, SEM scoring on their last drive on an 18-yard pass to Slacker. And the run this time in the hands of Musgrave. Musgrave refusing to go down. In fact, he drags a couple of Mustangs with him, still does not go down. But forward progress is stopped, and they will spot him down at about the 22-yard line. Another first down for Hyannis. Chains will move first and 15, as the Longhorns have not done a whole lot fancy here this afternoon, just continue to churn out yardage on the ground, and it's working for them as they enjoy a two-touchdown lead and looking for more on this drive. Handoff to Olsen across the 20, working his way right side. 15-10, he is all alone and into the end zone for the touchdown. One man to beat along the right sideline. He kicks it into third gear and weaves his way forward for another Hyannis score. 26-6 now the damage up on the scoreboard with just a tick under six minutes left to go here in the first half of play. And again, it will be Jackson Davis setting up to attempt the two-point kick attempt. Snap, ball down, kick is kind of a quick little line drive, but that one nowhere near where it needed to be. And so the score will remain 26-6 up on the scoreboard, 5.59 left to go here in the first half of play. In this number five versus number 12 matchup, Hyannis hosting SEM this afternoon. We are back after this 60-second timeout. Winter is coming. Does your heater have enough heat in it? Let the experts at Anderson Brothers Electric Plumbing and Heating make sure your heating system is ready. Don't be caught without your system working properly when you need it the most. Call today and have your furnace or heat pump checked. Our qualified technicians will check over all the mechanisms and make sure it's ready for all those cold days. Turn to the experts at Anderson Brothers Electric Plumbing and Heating in Kearney at 308-236-6437 or in Holdridge at 308-995-4481. Gary Michaels Clothiers is celebrating, celebrating 35 years of business in Hastings and five years in downtown Kearney. Celebrating you, our terrific customers who have made us so successful. Take 35% off all in-stock suits and sport coats, 25% off all men's and ladies' clothing, an additional 20% off all clearance clothing and shoes, door prizes for a new suit, Brighton purse, and so much more. Come celebrate at Gary Michaels Clothiers in downtown Hastings and Kearney. And welcome back to six-man playoff football here, live from Hyannis, SCM, the visitors. And so far, Hyannis in control this afternoon, 26-6 to the score with... 5.58 left to go here in the first half of play. I would be remiss if I also did not thank 
Sand Hills Oil for helping bring you the coverage this afternoon. Again, lots and lots of playoff action. Man, oh, man, this is a fun time of year as we had a whole slate of games going on last night. Had some of those, as you may have heard, on our family of stations back in Ogallala. We'll get to some of those scores and some of those other matchups, what to look for next week as Garden County picking up a big win yesterday. They will be on the road to a very tough Mullen team who defeated Paxton last night in a game you heard. And a looks like a penalty was called. No, they just had spotted the football incorrectly. So there we go, first and 15, 27-yard line. SEM back on the move. Pass and a catch. Out there is Riley Sock. Uh, however, after about a three-yard gain, he is quickly thrown down by Musgrave. So a completion. Well, they'll give him about four yards. So completion for SEM, but not much yardage after the catch that time as, again, Hyannis just swarming to the football on defense this afternoon. In any case, as I mentioned, lots and lots of playoff action. Some more coming your way on our family of stations here. We'll talk about those perhaps a little bit coming up at halftime and some of the other action going on as well as volleyball sub-districts getting underway next week. And we'll look at some of those brackets as well coming up at the half which we are just a shade over five minutes away from SEM. Another about two or three yards on the carry, but setting up another third down and long for the Mustangs. They trail 26-6 to here at Hyannis this afternoon. Number five, Hyannis. Number 12, Sumner, Eddieville Miller. And a third down and about nine. As it will be a... Fake handoff, some play action going on there. Pass intended along the left side for Preston Steve, but too far in front of him, and he is unable to catch up with it. Incomplete pass, that's up another fourth down for SEM, and we will see if they're going to punt here. Still pretty deep in their own territory, but so far no indication that they're going to punt. We'll see what formation they take once they actually come back to the football, and it looks like they will go for it. So a fourth down and nine, SEM realizing they've got to get something going in quick. One man wide to the right side. Snap over the head of the quarterback. They were trying to look like maybe a little hook and ladder play, but unfortunately the initiator of said play, Jake Steeb, was nailed from the backside just as he tried to pull the football in. It looked like he was intending to pitch it off to Carson Rohde, who was on his way towards Steve, but that play broken up by Hyannis. And as a result, a turnover on downs. Ball will go back to Hyannis, where they will set up first and 15 from the 34-yard line. Carrier is Musgrave across the 30 and it looks like they'll spot him down at about the 27-yard line. So upcoming is a second down at about eight or nine. 414 and counting here in the first half of play. 26 to six the score. Hyannis in control, looking for more here. As it will be handoff to Olson. Olson out across the 25-20, still fighting, and finally brought down. They'll spot him. Actually, it looks like right at the 20. looks like he fell forward for maybe another yard or so, but might have hit that sideline, and so that's where the official will spot him. 
right at the 20-yard line, about a yard and a half from the first down for Hyannis here. And the clock stopped at four minutes, so Olsen must have gone out of bounds along the far sideline. Olsen will get the carry once again across the 20. Flag is thrown. Olsen's still moving. In fact, runs back across the flag, and I think this is going to be all for naught. I believe it's going to be a holding penalty. Five and just inside the pylon down there is Olsen. But I'm pretty sure this one's going to come back, despite the excellent effort by Olsen to weave his way forward. And indeed, that is the call holding against Hyannis. So this one's going to come all the way back and turn a third and short into a third and long and add to the workload here for the Longhorns. And across the 25 to the 27-yard line. So it's going to be another about third and nine now for the Longhorns if they want to keep this drive alive. Most likely you would think if they pick up a good chunk here, they'll probably go for it on fourth down if they don't get the first down, but we'll see what is to come. Three backs in the backfield, one man wide either way. Pitch back to Olsen. Olsen thinks about passing, instead tucks it in. Now across the 25-20, still working his way back and forth. 15-10-5 and out of bounds, I believe, at the one-yard line, but plenty of room there for Olsen on the left side, and he is able to dodge and weave and skirt his way once again. Kind of like some sandlot football being played out there this afternoon by Olsen. And Olsen helped out by a couple of blockers to get him free. And knocking on the door once again as Hyannis Musgrave gets the quick handoff, but he's going to be pulled backward. Good tackle there by Preston Steeb. Steve grabbed him around the belt and would not let go, but we have another player down on the field. This is Jake Steve. So he perhaps got run asunder there on the contact going on between his cousin and Musgrave, and now Jake Steve is going to be slow to get up. But again, Preston Steve with a very nice tackle that time. Musgrave, not an easy guy to bring down either. Pretty big boy, 6'2", and Steve just grabbed him around the belt and would not let go. But unfortunately, down on the field is Jake Steve. And now the trainer's out, coaches attending to him right out about the two-yard line. 3.07 left to go here in the first half of play. Hyannis leads SEM 26-6. to Say hello to our listeners back in Ogallala on 9.30 a.m. KOGA and iHeartRadio. And, of course, our listeners out in the eastern side over by Kearney, 1460 a.m. ESPN Radio, KXPN. And Jake Steve is up and, again, gets off on his own power. So that's the second time we've seen a Mustang get shaken up, spends a couple of minutes on the ground, but able to get up and run off on his own power. Great to see. And so we are going to get back underway here as Hyannis breaks the huddle back to the line of scrimmage. Ball sitting at about the two-yard line, maybe the three. And Davis collects the snap, pitches off to Olsen, left side. Olsen, though, is going to be taken down by Jacob Slacker. No gain on the play. So Slacker with some... Good pursuit that time. Saw Olsen out there in space and just 
was able to bring him down before he could do any further damage. 243 and counting here in the first half, 26 to 6. Shotgun snap this time to Olsen. He's going to send it out to Davis. Davis back and forth a little bit, doing his best Kobe Olsen impression, and he is going to be across the goal line on the right side for another Hyannis touchdown. 2.31 left to go here in the first half of play, and Hyannis strikes again. Three-yard run by Jackson Davis as BNSF rolls on through much like Davis just ran through that defense on his way in for another touchdown. Momentary stoppage of play, but it looks like Hyannis will once again set up for a two-point kick attempt. Davis looking to put two points on top of his touchdown cherry there. And this snap rolls on the ground, and it's going to go nowhere as Olsen unable to even bring that one in, so... Extra point attempt stymied before it even really gets started, and so the score will remain 32 to 6 with 2.31 left to go here in the first half of play. We are back after this 60 second timeout. Your local Pioneer team is with you from the word go during harvest season and every season. They have the latest performance data to help select the right corn products for each of your acres next year. Results start with industry-leading genetics, but it all comes down to conducting thousands of local on-farm trials to uncover more insights and maximize yields. When it's go time, work with your local Pioneer team to make the most of every acre with Pioneer brand corn products. Pioneer, with you from the word go. See Impact Seed. Whether it's a car accident, storm damage, or fire, when the unthinkable happens, it doesn't matter if you save money in 15 minutes. In this moment, it doesn't matter if your neighbor has the same insurance you do. In this moment, what matters is that Barney Insurance, your independent insurance agent, and the company that stands behind them have you covered. Auto Owners Insurance, the no problem people. Contact Barney Insurance, Carney, Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln, or log on to barneyinsurance.net kicking it right to left on your radio dial running up to it but not able to get a hold of it is the return man for SEM that was Riley Sock ball skirted out behind him in fact and Hyannis was quickly after it luckily for SEM though Preston Steve able to track it down and get something out of it goes out of bounds around the 10 yard line so could tell what Riley Sock was trying to do, ran up on it, and it looked like he was trying to get some speed working so that he could have a nice return, but unfortunately the ball went right through his hands. Nearly a turnover for SEM, but again, nice job there by Preston Steve alertly picking it up and keeping possession for the Mustangs. They set up now first and 15 from their own 10-yard line. They have struggled on offense today, score 32-6. to but we will see if they get something going here before halftime. Nothing doing on that particular run, however. In fact, they lost Riley Sock with the football, but he's going to go down after about a two-yard loss. Hyannis' defense just not giving up much of anything here today, and that's kind of been the tale of the season for Hyannis. Very stout defense. Meanwhile, led by senior Kobe Olson with 1,230-plus yards after today's effort. Their offense has been hard to stop on the other side of the football, and so far today the Mustangs have just not had an answer. As we are under two minutes left to go here in the first half of play, 147 and counting, 32-6 to six the score. 
And SEM taking their time in the huddle. And when it's all said and done, a timeout will be called by SEM. We'll do the same. 139 left to go here in the first half. 32-6, to Hyannis leading. We're back after the 60-second timeout. Striker Tractor Service is a proud supporter of all the athletes in tonight's game. Striker Tractor Service is the only name you need to know for great service in your area. Good luck, team, from Striker Tractor Service in Eddyville. As a proud supporter of the athletes and academics, Scott of Slyker Heating and Air Conditioning would like to extend a great thank you to everyone. When you need a new unit or service on your furnace, air conditioner, or heat pump, trust Slyker Heating and Air, serving Cumro in the surrounding area. Do you have a passion for athletics? Are you a former high school or college athlete looking for ways to stay involved? The Nebraska School Activities Association is asking you to grab a whistle. Officials are needed in every high school activity and are essential to the future of the game. Visit nsaahome.org for more information. Grab a whistle and contact the NSAA to get registered. Take the halftime break. Hyannis firmly in control at this point, 32-6. to six. But SEM with the football facing a second and about 17 or 18 here. So long ways to go as the man in motion in the backfield pitch out to Riley Sock. And Sock out across the original line of scrimmage. And right where he falls down, a flag is thrown. So we'll find out if this particular piece of laundry is going to help or hurt the SEM effort. Ball will be spotted at 12. It's going to be a horse collar tackle against Hyannis. So SEM gets a break there. And the official is going to continue marching out to the 20. And the 23-yard line looks like is where this ball will be spotted. He's going to keep going. Kind of like the cliffhanger from The Price is Right. Almost hear the yodeling song going in the background, and the official finally stops, but not before the Mustangs pick up a first down by virtue of that horse collar tackle against Hyannis. And we'll see if SEM can do something here with the gift that they have been given. Tight formation for SEM. In motion now goes Rody Back to pass is Williams. Williams has a man wide open along the right side. Complete to Sock. Out across the 25 deep into Hyannis territory. And Sock just avoided all the defense. Was all alone out there in the secondary. And a nice gain. Tons of yardage that time for SEM. Ball will be spotted the 22-yard line of Hyannis. Just over a minute and counting left to go here in the first half, but SEM trying to make something happen before the halftime break. And we'll see if they can capitalize here on the penalty and the nice pass and catch from Williams out to sack. But Williams quickly gobbled up in the backfield. Zane Musgrave all over the quarterback, brings him down at the 30-yard line. And Williams... Definitely felt that one. Never had a chance to try to get that play going, and that's going to be a huge loss for SEM. After a great gain, Zane Musgrave quickly into the backfield, about a 10-yard loss. 
So now it's going to be a second and 25 for SEM. Shotgun snap back to Williams. Williams looking, passing, left side, throws it out there. Man-on-man coverage. And that time it was Olsen versus Preston Steve. Kind of just a jump ball opportunity out there for both players. It looked like actually Olsen might have had position, but neither one comes down with an incomplete pass. And SEM now facing third and 25 after what looked like a promising drive here with 13 seconds left in the first half. SEM running out of time and opportunity to try to get something done before halftime. And a timeout's going to be called by Hyannis. 13 seconds left. We'll keep it right here and take this opportunity to thank some of our sponsors bringing you six-man playoff action here this afternoon. Specific Hyannis sponsors, thanks so much to Sand Hill State Bank, Prima Rural Electric, Consolidated Companies, DNR Repair, Cow Country Sales, Sand Hills Oil, Dreadless Grocery, Westco, Krusty's Feed Store, Dyer Feed, also Ranch Supply, Hyannis Hotel, and Pioneer Well Drilling, and thanks so much to the playoff game sponsors, bringing you all kinds of action here across our family of stations. Schmidt Motors, Western Insurers, Pinnacle Bank Ogallala, Ray Federal Crop Agency, Adams Bank of Trust Ogallala, Big Springs Equipment, CHS Grainland, Cabela's Furniture and Chapel, Mead Lumber and Ogallala, Spangler Roofing, Corf Auto Group, Julesburg, Sydney Roofing, McClung's Aerial Spring, and Banner Health of Ogallala. Again, coming up at the half, we'll talk about the scoring summaries for the first half of play. So far, it's been rather lopsided to the Hyannis side of the scoreboard. 32-6 to is your current score. We'll talk about how they got there and perhaps if SEM can capitalize here. We'll also talk about some playoff matchups and upcoming sub-district games for volleyball next week. Back to pass Williams. Pump fake, then he tosses one out there. He's got a man open, but dropped as he comes towards the ground. Rody had it in his hands, but as he came down, just slipped free. And what would have at least made this a rather manageable fourth down is now going to bring up fourth and 25 for SEM. Seven seconds left to go, so it's pretty much just toss it out there and hope and pray time for SEM. As if Rody had come down with that football, they might have had a much better crack at the end zone than they're going to have here. It's going to certainly test the arm of Williams. And Hyannis doesn't want to take any chances. They're going to take another timeout to figure out where they're going to go defensively. Again, we will keep it right here. 32-6 to on the scoreboard. Just seven seconds left to go. And Hyannis trying to preserve the score just like it is. And we'll see what Coach Lance Braun draws up on defense here to try to shut down the attempt from Brent Streeter and company for SEM. Again, number five, Hyannis. Seven and one on the season. Only loss coming to Hay Springs. Meanwhile, SEM comes in at four and four. But they have... Had some close games, and they have certainly had some offensive outpourings as well. Just have been rather difficult going here this afternoon against the Hyannis defense that just has not given up much ground at all. So here we go, SEM's last attempt of the half. Seven seconds to go. Shotgun snap. 
Back to Williams. Williams is going to let one go down the middle of the field. Man out there, and it is open. Touchdown, SEM. What a pass and catch. Beautiful play by Williams, who finds Slacker out there wide open in the end zone. Actually, a couple of SEM players down in the end zone. And so that turns into about a 32-yard touchdown pass and catch, and what a play to end the half here for SEM. They'll go for the kick, two-point conversion up, and it is good. So SEM with a dream finish there as they get it done. Hail Mary into the end zone. Beautiful pass by the quarterback, Williams, and he finds Slacker wide open in the end zone. That makes it 32-14 to 14 here at halftime. We're going to step aside and take a two-minute timeout. We'll come back to talk about the first half and so much more after this two-minute timeout. You don't have to be a farmer to reap the benefits of being a Buffalo County Farm Bureau member. We work for farm families, but our work reaches well beyond the farm, benefiting Nebraskans in all walks of life. We are your neighbors. Through our work in supporting and promoting agriculture, education, health, and technology, we bring people together to better our community. We share in the values Nebraskans stand for, hard work, passion for the land, and a character rooted in faith and family. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau and support Nebraska agriculture. Is back pain keeping you from doing the activities you enjoy? Is hip, knee, or ankle pain making even the shortest walks difficult? Is hand, wrist, or finger pain making you cut tasks short or take frequent pauses? New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery is here to tell you that you don't have to live with the pain. With training in a wide range of specialties, New West has the doctor to get you back into the game. Schedule your appointment today. No referral is necessary. All major insurances accepted. South Central Diesel of Holdridge has over 100 years of diesel fuel injection experience and has been putting customer relationships first since 1971. They are factory authorized to repair all types of diesel fuel injection systems and have a full-service drive-in repair facility to repair your diesel Ford, Chevy, or Dodge pickup. SCD's factory trained technicians are committed to providing the best service to their customers. Stop by 115 South East Avenue in Holdridge for all your diesel pickup repairs, pumps and injectors, diesel performance parts, and turbochargers. Or call them at 1-800-228-8482 to put them to work for you. Gary Michaels Clothiers is celebrating, celebrating 35 years of business in Hastings and five years in downtown Kearney. Celebrating you, our terrific customers who have made us so successful. Take 35% off all in-stock suits and sport coats, 25% off all men's and ladies' clothing, an additional 20% off all clearance clothing and shoes, door prizes for a new suit, Brighton purse, and so much more. Come celebrate at Gary Michaels Clothiers in downtown Hastings and Kearney. For SEM, hopefully for them they can get some momentum coming out of that play to push them forward into this second half as they have struggled on offense. But what an excellent finish for the Mustangs to put up that extra touchdown and two-point kick on their side of the scoreboard to close out the first half of play again. 32-14 to 14 is your halftime score. Hyannis with the lead. Looking at the scoring summary for the first half, things got started quickly in the first quarter for Hyannis as they took a 6 to nothing lead at 6.51 mark in the first quarter. 20-yard run from Kobe Olsen. Kick was no good. 6 to nothing at that point. Then at 2.06 left to go in the first quarter. A two-yard run from Zane Musgrave. Kick was good that time. That made the score 14 to nothing, Hyannis. 
And then just before the first quarter got finished, 41 seconds left to go, it was a 25-yard run by Musgrave, his second touchdown run of the game. Kicked no good. Score was 20 to nothing heading into the second quarter. And then we really got business going here in the second quarter. 7.53 left to go in the first half. 18-yard receptions. William to Slacker. The kick was no good, but SEM's first score of the ball game made it 20-6 at that point. But Hyannis would answer about two minutes later with a 22-yard run from Kobe Olson, his second touchdown run of the game. The kick was no good. 26-6 at that point in the ball game, and Hyannis would continue to add to their lead with 2.31 left to go in the first half, a three-yard run from Davis. Kick was no good, and it was 32-6 to at that point. However, as you heard a few moments ago, just before time elapsed in the first half of play, it was a beautiful 32-yard pass and catch from Williams to Slacker, their second connection of the ball game. In fact, they bookended that second quarter with touchdown receptions. 32 yards on that one. The kick then was good. And so right before the half, in fact, goose eggs across the scoreboard there, zero no time left on the clock. It was 32-14, to 14, and that is where we sit here at the end of the first half. So we'll see if perhaps SEM can get that offense going. They really struggled a lot that first half to get things going. There are two scores coming in that second quarter, both touchdown passes from Williams to Slacker, so obviously a good combination there. Certainly could be helped out a lot if they get that running game going, but easier said than done as Hyannis's defense has really just left no opening whatsoever for SEM's offense. And so we'll see if perhaps they can get something going here in the second half and try to get back into this ball game that currently an 18-point lead for Hyannis with about five minutes left to go here in the halftime frame. We're going to take another two-minute timeout. When we come back, we will talk about some of the other matchups that are going on today. We've got plenty of six-man football to talk about, also classes A and B getting underway in the playoffs today. Some of those games will be on our family of stations over on 106.5 and 99.7. We'll talk about those games here in a few moments. And also some results from yesterday and what has already transpired. A lot of eight-man football. Some of that also was heard on our family of stations yesterday. And one of those games coming up next week, we've got Garden County at Mullen. We'll talk about that one as well after this Two-minute timeout. It is 32-14. Hyannis with a halftime lead over SEM back in two minutes. Your friendly Friesen Ford in Aurora is your destination for sales, service, and parts. Friesen Ford has the vehicle you want right on their lot with a wide variety of vehicles to choose from in their friendly sales staff to assist you in a low-pressure environment. Come experience the friendly Friesen Ford difference for yourself today in their state-of-the-art facility located 20 miles east of Grand Island, just off of I-80 in Aurora, or online at FriesenFord.com. For sales, service, parts, trust your friendly Friesen Ford team. There's a lot of talk and worry about insurances these days. And a question like, is my doctor in network with Blue Cross Blue Shield is far too common. New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery wants to let you know that we are and will continue to be in network with Blue Cross Blue Shield, along with many other insurances. With items like on-site x-ray, MRI, and casting and bracing, New West has what it takes to take care of you. Call New West Sports Medicine to schedule your appointment today. No referral necessary. 
Buzz's Marine of Kearney wants your used boat this fall. If you bring in your well-loved boat to Buzz's, and it's from 2011 or newer, you get an extra $1,000 added value for your trade-in. Not only that, but your boat's winterization will be on Buzz's Marine. For full details, visit Buzz's at 507 Central Avenue in Kearney or online at buzzesmarine.com to shop the new and used boat selection. This offer expires October 31st. Save on winterization. Save on storage. Save on a new boat. Whether you go to Carney High, we just got to be ready for whatever they show us and, and attack it the best we can. Or a Huskies fan. Aurora has scored four in a row to go up 23-22 in the third set. Prefer the Vikings. Rolls it across the dig is made. Outside attack, termination at Northwest win. Are from Arcadia Loop City. 22-4 and four on the season. Now this is their first trip to state or anywhere in between. You can find everything you need to follow your team at PlatteRiverPreps.com. And welcome back to six-man playoff football here live from Hyannis. Hyannis hosting SEM this afternoon, but not being too hospitable hosts as they do hold an 18-point lead at halftime. 32-14 to 14 is the score. Welcome into our listeners back in Ogallala on 9.30 a.m. KOGA, iHeartRadio, and also our listeners out in Kearney this afternoon listening in on 14.60 a.m. ESPN Radio, KXPN. As promised, some, some playoff football action going on all over the state of Nebraska. What an exciting time of year and what beautiful weather that we've had for these playoff football games this afternoon. Of course, here today we do have number five Hyannis hosting number 12 Sumner Eddieville Miller in a five versus 12 matchup. The winner of this ball game will face the winner of number four Minotaur versus number three Walt Hill. Now, if SEM does come back and win this ball game, they will host next week against either of those teams as they will hold a one-seed lead over Walt Hill if they come up with a win. And if Minotaur wins, they will get them by virtue of the fact that Minotaur is hosting this week. However, Hyannis, either way, they are going to be seeding a, a home field advantage next week. If Walt Hill does pull off the upset, they will go to Walt Hill as they'll get the home game next week. And if Minotaur wins, they will get the home game once again as they are the number four seed and Hyannis is the number five seed. So either way, Hyannis fans, you're going to be heading out on the road next week if your team does pick up the victory here yet this afternoon. Meanwhile, as mentioned, we do have some other playoff action going on across our sister family of stations number three harvard at eight and zero on the season tough challenge for number 14 arthur county the wolves at four and four on the season they have a tough game this afternoon you can hear that one starting up at four o'clock so in just about an hour over on 106.5 that game live from harvard and also number two wilcox hildreth eight and zero on the season hosting number 15 creek valley three and five and you can hear that one at 4.30 on 99.7, the lake. Some other relatively close area schools in action today. A very, very tough matchup today for North Platte St. Pat's. 6-3 and three on the season, but they just squeeze into the playoffs as the number 16 seed. However, it's going to be a tough day for Coach Dodson and the Irish out there as they head to Centennial, and Centennial has pretty much not been tested all season 9-0 and on the year and they are the number one overall seed in class c2 meanwhile in c4 gothenburg has had a pretty good season for themselves they come in as the number eight seed seven and two on the year and they are hosting west point beamer seven and two on the season 
this afternoon. Also in Class C1, number three, Ord, hosting number 14, Sydney, this afternoon. And again, talk about tough matchups. Number two, Pierce, hosting number 15, Shadron. And Shadron had better be prepared for that one, as that is going to be a very, very tough game at Pierce. In the Class B football ranks, number four, McCook, hosting number 13, Hastings, tonight. That game kicks off at 7 o'clock Central Time, 6 o'clock Mountain Time. Also, number three, York, is hosting number 14, Alliance, that a 6 p.m. Central Time kickoff, so a 5 p.m. Mountain Time kick. And number two, Scott's Bluff getting that number two seed by virtue of a, a win over McCook. I'll tell you, every year those two get together, and it is always a great matchup between the Bearcats and the Bison. This year it went Scott's Bluff's way, and they will host Ralston. You know, kind of in a bad situation out there in the panhandle, always having to take long trips. When they make the playoffs, not so much this year, at least for the first round anyway, as they will host Ralston. Those Omaha guys have to go all the way out to the panhandle. They'll get to see all of our lovely state as they travel out to face the Bearcats later today. And then in the Class A football playoffs, not a whole lot for area schools, as you would believe. Now, Carney did get into the playoffs. They are number 14 this year, but they will have to head out to Bellevue West 8-1 and one on the season. That is going to be a very tough game for them. And meanwhile, the Grand Island Islanders will host a game today, but against Omaha North, playing those Metro schools, it can always it can always be tough, and that is going to be a good test for Grand Island today. Grand Island and Kearney, the two area schools squaring off in Class A football playoffs yet today. As I mentioned yesterday, some football action. It was Mullen knocking off Paxton yesterday, 47-18. Good effort by Paxton, but Mullen just a very tough team. Tough, tough game for them, and they do fall. So Mullen will next week host Garden County, who picked up a great win over Medicine Valley. 50-8 to was the final yesterday. You can hear that game. Next week it will be played on Halloween over on our sister station, 106.5 KMCX. Meanwhile, looking down the brackets to D1, it looks like Hemingford still in business. The number four seed picking up a 60-14 to 40, 14 win over Arapahoe yesterday. And then for our listeners out in Kearney, they do have South Loop who beat up on Ansley Litchfield yesterday, 38 to nothing. They will have a home game against Dundee County Stratton next week. So that's a quick look at some of the football playoffs. We'll look at some... Volleyball sub-district action coming your way next week here when we get some moments. But the second half is underway. Kick going left to right on your radio dial. Out of the end zone for the touchback. And it will be SEM's football to start the second half of play. Remember, we got a little bit of an early start here. It wasn't scheduled until 2 p.m. Central or 2 p.m. Mountain Time, 3 p.m. Central Time. But we actually started a few minutes early. So a quick first half. Took about an hour to get through it. 10-minute quarters here. Six-man football also a 15-yard first down effort needed to get those sticks moving. And if you kick it, get it through the uprights, you get two points as opposed to the traditional two-point conversion, which only counts as one in six-man football. Also, of course, an 80-yard field and into the backfield almost before the handoff was given was Zane Musgrave and bringing down the ball carrier, Riley Sock, immediately... Riley Sock barely had a chance to even get that football secured in his bread basket 
and he was brought down by Musgrave for about a five- or six-yard loss. So SEM backed up even further here on their first attempt of the second half. It will be a second down and 20 now. Ball spotted at the SEM 10-yard line. And shotgun snap back to the quarterback, Williams. Williams pass right side, has Sock complete out across the 15. So they pick up the yardage lost on that first play, but still long way to go, third down and 15. And it looks like if SEM wants to find some success here in the second half, they are going to have to continue to open up that passing game a little bit. Not always an easy thing to do when you can't get the running game going. You can't become one-sided and allow the defense to continue to key in on you, but certainly SEM has had more success through the air than they have had on the ground. Pass thrown out and incomplete. And just as I mentioned that, quick pressure on the quarterback, Williams. He had to get rid of that one way too soon, intended for Carson Rohde out along the middle, but nobody in there but Hyannis Longhorns in the area. And SCM will go three and out to start the second half of play. Back the punt is Slacker. Spinning kick goes out of bounds right at about the 35-yard 30, line. Well, they'll actually say about the 32-yard line. So a short field here for Hyannis to start this second half of play as they will set up first and 15. Official spot looks like it's going to be a little bit closer to the 33, but even still... Not much yardage for Iannis here, and SEM is going to have to tighten down on defense to try to slow things down here for the Longhorns. Pitch over to Olsen. Olsen across the 35. Now has some room. 30, 25, 20. Still moving. Comes back inside. 15, 10 along the sidelines. Goes out of bounds at the 10-yard line. Just again, bobbing is weaving in and out of Mustang defenders. And a first down on the first play of the second half for the Longhorns. Sets up first and goal now from the 10-yard line. And so right away, the Longhorns knocking on the door with 8.27 left to go here in the third quarter. Clock stopped as Olsen went out of bounds. This one, the handoff does not go as intended. Musgrave was supposed to be the recipient of that football, but not sure he got the memo. Ball drops to the ground. And quickly on top of it was the quarterback, Jackson Davis. So they do keep possession. However, they're going to lose a couple of yards on that bad exchange. Back to pass now is Olsen. Olsen looking, coming right side. Now has a man open. It's Musgrave across the 10, inside the five-yard line. So Olsen, Olsen with some good patience there, waited for Musgrave to get open, and Musgrave rewarded him for his patience by doing just that, getting open for a decent gain. But again, it's goal to go, so third down and five. And we'll see what the Longhorns draw up here as it's Davis taking the shotgun snap. Pitch off to Olsen. Olsen gets away from the first defender, now takes on the second. He gets free, and he is in for the touchdown. And Olsen again, patient passer patient runner just waited for things to clear up and they do so for him as he will work his way in for another Hyannis touchdown five yard run 
with 7.26 left to go here in the third quarter. And another kick attempt here for Davis. Ball down, kick is up, and it is no good. Off to the left side. And so score will be 38-14 to 14 as the two-point conversion goes wide left. However, Hyannis with a commanding lead here early in the third quarter. We'll step aside and take a one-minute timeout back after this. Five Points Bank has been proudly serving the Tri-City area for decades, and we are continuously finding ways to make your banking experience easy and enjoyable. We offer the best of both worlds with kind and welcoming employees in the bank while creating a strong online presence to accommodate your busy lifestyle. Our innovative technology adds layers of security while being easily accessible to all age groups. Stop into the Better Bank to learn more today. Your local Pioneer team is with you from the word go during harvest season and every season. They have the latest performance data to help select the right corn products for each of your acres next year. Results start with industry-leading genetics, but it all comes down to conducting thousands of local on-farm trials to uncover more insights and maximize yields. When it's go time, work with your local Pioneer team to make the most of every acre with Pioneer brand corn products. Pioneer, with you from the word go. See Impact Seed. ESPN Radio. Hyannis leading SEM 38-14 ensuing kickoff taken by Preston Steve around the five-yard line. Pretty decent return that time from Steve as he crosses the 20 to about the 22-yard line. And that is where SEM will set up first and 15 to start their second drive of this third quarter. 7.20 left to go. In the third quarter, SCM goes three and out on their first offensive possession of the second half. However, Hyannis takes advantage of the short field and caps off their first drive with a five-yard touchdown run from Olsen to add six more points to their cause. And now back to get the shotgun snap is Carson Rohde. He'll pitch it over to Williams. And Williams finds a little bit of room out to the left side, but not a whole lot, about a two- or three-yard gain. Looks like they'll give him three. So a second down and 12 upcoming here for SEM, who, again, trying to find some room on the ground, but Hyannis just so quick, so big, and they just absolutely collapse on that football and whoever might have a hold of it at the time. And it has been very difficult for SEM, to say the least, to try to get things going on the ground here this afternoon. A couple of touchdown passes in that second quarter to give them 14 points up on the scoreboard. Williams now takes the high shotgun snap, passes it out there. Looks like probably was intended for Riley Sock, but Sock turns left, turns right, turns back the other way and watches the ball fall to the turf. So perhaps some miscommunication there between the quarterback Williams and the intended receiver Sock as Sock was more towards the right sideline, and that ball was a lot closer to midfield. Luckily for SEM, nobody from Hyannis was close enough to bring that one in, or it could have very well been an interception. But no harm, no foul, just a loss of downs, and it's third and 12 now with Williams again back in the shotgun formation, looking, looking right side, comes back left side, and that one is nearly picked off, but it's tipped and into the hands of Rody it goes, who comes off of the deflection, but then spun around by the defender Bo Carlson for Hyannis, and 
during that spin, the ball comes free, and then some laundry thrown towards the middle of the field. We'll see what that's all about. And it's going to be pass interference against Hyannis. Good effort that time by Rody as that ball was punched up in the air. He was able to pick it up off the deflection, nearly had possession, but spun around, lost the football. However, when it's all said and done, it is going to go SEM's way because of that penalty, the pass interference. And the official marching that one off now looks like he's going to spot the ball right at midfield and then some and into Hyannis territory. He'll put the ball down at the 38-yard line, which will result in a first down for SEM. So again, a a present for SEM given by Hyannis. Keeps their drive alive. And into Hyannis territory go the Mustangs. First and 15, ball 38-yard line. And kind of getting to a situation here where SEM needs to score early and often on these drives. Cannot afford to let it go if they want to get back into the ball game. Flags flying all over the field as Zane Musgrave comes across the line but perhaps was drawn off. We'll see. And it is false start against SEM as Musgrave and a couple of other Hyannis Longhorns were heading into the backfield but they were drawn off, and so SEM gives back five of those yards that they were given. And so now they face a first and 20 and backed up onto their own side of the field once again. Ball now at their own 37-yard line. Shotgun snap back to Williams. Williams looking right side, lets one fly, has a man open. Rody across the 35, stays on his feet. Hard guy to bring down, big, tough, strong kid. And he pushes his way through a couple of Hyannis defenders across the 30-yard line back into Longhorn territory down at the 28-yard line. Excellent job that time by Rody for some yards after contact. And he sets up a second and more manageable now for his SEM Mustang, second and about six. And here we go. We'll see what SEM draws up on this one. Deep back is Williams. This snap goes to Rody halfway through. Now Williams gets it. He's going to run across the 30, 25, and brought down at the 22-yard line, it looks like, 23-yard line, very close to that first down marker. We'll see if he's got enough. It looks like he might be just shy, about a yard short, it looks like it's going to be. Just not enough at the end of that carry, but... Picking up most of the yardage was Williams. So a third down in about a yard. See if SEM can keep this drive alive. More likely than not, they are certainly in fourth down territory here, but we'll see if they can pick it up on third down. High snap, however, over the head of Williams. He's going to have to chase this one down all the way back into Mustang territory, and that is where he will be brought down. Again, the defense, that time Bo Carlson, into the backfield quickly, and those kind of mistakes SEM just cannot afford to make. And that snap goes way over Williams' head. He had to track it down, and just as he did so, Bo Carlson right there to meet him and bring him back down on his own side of the field. So what was looking like a very promising drive here for SEM has been stopped quickly and abruptly short 
as they now face a fourth down and forever. After this timeout, we'll go ahead and take it with them. 60-second timeout and back after this. Fuel, fertilizer, grain marketing, storage, tires, and more. Your CHS Grainland has what you need to keep your operation running and keep it profitable. Plus, Cenex A&W is open seven days a week with great-tasting food, pop, beer, ice, and all the convenience items you need. CHS Grainland and Cenex A&W. Have you ever seen a rusty fish? That question illustrates the point that the same way scales protect the fish from his environment, the bullet spray on bed liners from the dent popper protect your pickup bed. No rust, no dents, no scratches, no chemical corrosion. So your truck has a longer work life and holds its value longer, reduces load slippage. And here's a bonus. It quiets the ride. See the dent popper north of railroad on first on the bricks, downtown Kearney, and get a free estimate for a bullet spray on bed liner guaranteed for as long as you own your truck. As a proud supporter of the athletes and academics, Scott of Slyker Heating and Air Conditioning would like to extend a great thank you to everyone. When you need a new unit or service on your furnace, air conditioner, or heat pump, trust Slyker Heating and Air, serving Cumro in the surrounding area. But he is going to be short of the first down as he is brought down about the 28. And so that will turn the ball back over to Hyannis. And so here we go. Hyannis will set up on offense as SEM turns it over on downs. Shotgun snap goes back to Olsen. He'll pitch this one over to Davis. Davis looks to pass, has a man open out across the SEM 35-yard line, and it's Jaden Benton with the catch. And so Hyannis right back to business here. First down into SEM territory. Ball will be spotted at the 34-yard line. And Davis back, gets the shotgun snap, pitch back to Olsen. Olsen looking to pass. He's got a man open. It's Musgrave. Musgrave across the 30 and down around the 26-yard line. And so about a seven or eight-yard gain there for Hyannis as they've decided to open up the passing game here a little bit in the third quarter. Just over four minutes left to play in the third, 38-14 to 14 the score, but Hyannis on the move once again. Shotgun snap back to Davis. Now he'll pitch it over to Olsen. Olsen looking for a blocker, now finds one inside the 20 and then comes down awkwardly at the end of that run, but looks like he's okay. A player that Hyannis cannot afford to lose. Looked like he tried to get into a cut there, like he was going to come back towards the left side and just sort of got bent strangely sideways. But it looks like he's just fine. And it will be third down and about one now for Hyannis. Shotgun snap back to Davis. Hands it off to Olsen. Olsen strings it out to the left side across the 20, 15, and it's going to be a first down for Hyannis inside the 15-yard line. In fact, just inside the 15, they'll spot the ball. Actually, they'll put it right down on the 15-yard line. 
So, basically, this sets up a first down and goal now from the 15-yard line. Clock sitting at 3.23. And back to Davis. Davis looking to pass in the end zone. Has a man open. It is Vinton. And the Longhorns score again. 3.19 left to go here in the third quarter. And a 15-yard catch. And that is the first touchdown pass of the game for Hyannis. And it goes from Davis to Vinton. Two-point kick upcoming. Awaiting the snap. Snap is high. In fact, Olsen's just going to go up and bring it down. Now he'll pass it off to Davis, who was intending to kick it. But a nice tackle that time by Tennyson Williams for SEM, and that stops the two-point attempt quickly as it turned into a one-point attempt, and then it ended up being a no-point attempt as it just turns into six for Hyannis. 44-14, 3.19 left to go here in the third quarter. We are back after this 60-second timeout. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products, your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana and Wood River. As it looks like there is a an illegal procedure, I believe, as the ball will go out of bounds from Hyannis. So SEM will get good field position to start this drive, but the door starting to close here on the Mustangs' chances this afternoon if they can't get something going, and not just offensively, but they've got to find a way to slow down this offensive juggernaut that is the Hyannis Longhorns as they are just unstoppable this afternoon. As the scoreboard would indicate, 44-14, to 14, 3.18 left to go here in the third quarter. Near trickery there, but instead Rody keeps it himself. Looked like he was going to do a double pitch, but instead keeps it, comes around the right side, picks up a nice chunk of yardage on the effort. About 10 or 11 yards. And that's going to set up a second down and four now. Say hello to my beautiful wife, Taza, back in Ogallala, my family listening in on 9.30 a.m. KOGA, my small but very important fan club out there as the pass is intended once again for Riley Sock, in and out of his hands, nearly picked off on the deflection by Benton, but could not bring it in. 
And that will set up a third down and five now. Two thirty-eight clock stopped on the incompletion, and SEM trying to keep this drive alive. Shotgun formation, two receivers out wide to the right. Williams looking right, has a man open and complete for the first down. SEM will keep this drive alive. Riley Sock out there comes up with a completion for SEM into Hyannis territory. Nice, patient pass and catch. Good route by Sock along that right sideline. able to evade the Hyannis defense that time. Picks up about two yards more than he needed to get the sticks moving, and SEM will now set up first and 15 from the Hyannis 38-yard line. And it looks like some movement along the line there for SEM, and that's unfortunate. Second time that... A first down has become a first and 20 for them as just a couple of linemen inch their way forward just a little bit too soon. And that's just really something SEM cannot afford to do at this point in the ball game, especially if they're going to try to mount some kind of comeback here with 2.33 left to go in the third quarter, making things difficult on themselves. Shotgun snap back to Rody. Now he'll pitch it over to Williams. Williams has a man open, and he does complete the pass out across the 30-yard line. Great job there by Jacob Slacker. And, in fact, he kind of had to punch that one up in the air to himself. Looked like it was thrown a little bit behind him, but he was able to juggle it to himself and come down with the catch. Great job there and about a 14-yard completion from Williams to Slacker along the left sideline. So very nicely done by SEM, and they will face a second and six now. Williams again to the air, throws it out to Rody this time. Rody finds some room out across the 10, and again, a very, very big boy, hard to bring down. And it is Musgrave who finally does the damage, but not before Rody is able to take it all the way down, rumbling to the Hyannis nine-yard line, and SCM in business here late in the third quarter. 2.19 left to play, 44-14, to 14, but SCM with their eyes on the prize and inside the 10-yard line looking to try to put a few more points up on their side of the scoreboard. A couple of receivers wide to the right. Shotgun snap back to Williams. Wanted to go with a quick pass over the far side to Rody, But the defense all over him realized his only option was to toss it into the end zone towards Sack. And that one in and out of his hands bounces away. So now looking at a second down and goal from the 10-yard line. Just under two minutes left to play here in the third. 44-14. to SEM trailing, but again on the move here, trying to get some more points up on their side of the scoreboard. And a shotgun formation once again by Williams. Two slot receivers to either side, and both working their way in, but instead he comes up short, gives it off to Slacker, and Slacker is going to work his way in for the touchdown. Nice job by Slacker that time. Some trickery as they sent both those slot receivers as they sort of crisscrossed their way in the middle, and I think the defense was kind of keyed in on them. 
Meanwhile, Slacker was just able to get free along the left side. And as a result, SEM is going to score. Kick is up, and that one just over the bar. Good for the two-point kicking conversion. And the Longhorns now have cut the lead in half. 44-22 to is your score with 152 left to go here in the third quarter. We're back after this 60-second timeout. Your local Pioneer team is with you from the word go during harvest season and every season. They have the latest performance data to help select the right corn products for each of your acres next year. Results start with industry-leading genetics, but it all comes down to conducting thousands of local on-farm trials to uncover more insights and maximize yields. When it's go time, work with your local Pioneer team to make the most of every acre with Pioneer brand corn products. Pioneer, with you from the word go. See Impact Seed. The doctors at ENT Physicians of Kearney are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, and head and neck disorders in patients of all ages. We have proudly provided Kearney and the surrounding areas with ENT and audiology services since 1994. We're excited to introduce full-time allergy services for both adults and children. We strive to provide the highest quality care here in Kearney and at five satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska. Make an appointment today with Dr. Connolly, Dr. Owen, or myself, Dr. Johnson, here at ENT Physicians of Kearney and see why experience matters to us specializing in you. On 1460 AM KXPN ESPN Radio. As it is a 44 to 22 lead now for Hyannis, as SEM is able to take it down, score on a 10 yard reception from Williams to Slacker, and then add the two point kick conversion. Still plenty of work to do, but SEM not going away quietly here. As Olsen comes back with a kick return across the 25 to around the 27, 28-yard line. In fact, I kind of lost him as he came towards the bench here, and I think they're going to give him almost the 29, so we'll see where they officially spot the ball. Looks like it's going to be close to the 29, about right in between the 28, 29-yard line, so that is where Hyannis will set up first and 15 with 146 left to go here in the third. Back to pass now is Davis. Davis, nice, beautiful spiral pass out to the near side to Vinton, but just overthrows the intended receiver. But a great tight spiral that time by Davis, just could not catch Vinton in stride. And that one will go incomplete. So 142, clock is stopped, 44 to 22. We'll see if SEM can put up a defensive stop here. Back now with football as Olsen thought about passing. Instead, just tucks it and run. 30, 35, 40, cross midfield, 35. And it looks like he's going to be just short of the first down by about a yard, but he is back at SEM territory. And again, SEM just lost the speedy back in transition as he worked his way towards the left side of the field. Looked like it was intended to be a pass play, but kind of giving him the option, and Olsen decides to keep it himself, takes it around that left side, and has almost enough for the first down, but it will set up a third down and one now. We'll see if SEM can tighten up and slow Olsen down. The answer is no, across the 35 near the 30-yard line. And that will be a Hyannis first down. Ball will be spotted just outside the 30, 31-yard line. So first and 15 now for Hyannis. 
Once the sticks are set, they restart the clock, and it is in motion. 119 and counting here in the third quarter. Hyannis on the move once again, trying to add some more points before the final frame gets started. Back to Davis. Now he'll pass it back to Zane Musgrave. Musgrave, nice job there across the 20. Kind of a double pass situation there where Musgrave had it, turned around, gave it back to Davis, and then Davis waited for the defense to get a little bit closer, and then he tosses it back out to Musgrave, and Musgrave able to turn it into about a 12-yard gain. So here we go, second down and three for Hyannis. Davis back to Olsen. Olsen looking to pass. He will do so to Musgrave, but Musgrave got a hand on it, could not bring it in. And Rody was right in the vicinity that time. Might have even had a chance at interception, but I don't think he was expecting the pass to go where it did. And so it falls to the turf. Third down and three now for Hyannis. And an SCM, a turnover, would be just what the doctor ordered for them at this point in the game. But Olsen with the ball again. He's not going to pass it this time. Keeps it himself across the 10. Five and touchdown Longhorns. As that is an 18-yard touchdown scamper for Olsen. A place he has been many times so far today. And he adds to the Longhorn lead here with 28 seconds left to go in the third quarter. Right now, 50-22. to 22. Extra point kick is up, and it is no good. Wide right. And so the score will remain 50-22. to 22. Hyannis in control of SCM here this afternoon. 28 seconds left to go in the third quarter. We are back after this 60-second timeout. When you need a new For the last 110 years, Aurora Cooperative has believed that by joining together, farmers can accomplish things they cannot accomplish alone. We know it hasn't been an easy year, but together we have worked hard to make the most of each situation for your farm or ranch. We know that our success shows up in your bushels per acre and rates of gain, but it really becomes reality because of our understanding for your farm. It is measured in your trust in us at Aurora Cooperative. We thank you for your trust and wish everyone a safe and bountiful harvest season. Tougher together, Aurora and you. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that, girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. Somewhere out of the sand hills, as that was one heck of a kick to start off this offensive drive for SEM. A bunch of kids down there tackling each other, and they didn't even know the football went through. Probably could have knocked one of them on the head, and they would have never known it until they woke up sometime later today. One heck of a kick, and it comes after the 18 yard Olsen run to make it 50 to 22. Beautiful day for football. In fact, 73 degrees. Couldn't ask for a more perfect October afternoon for some playoff football here. Welcoming our listeners back in Oglala on 930 a.m. KOGA, iHeartRadio, and over in Kearney on 1460 a.m. ESPN Radio, KXPN. Appreciate them joining us here this afternoon. Pass and catch out to Rody. Rody across the 20-yard line. Good 
first down play that time by SEM as they are back on the move. And again, Rody, just a sophomore, but an awful big kid, and he certainly uses that size with advantage. Very hard to bring him down. But also an excellent pass catcher, too. Guy looks like a lineman, but he knows what to do when he gets a hold of the football. And he picks up about seven yards for his team. As we see the third quarter clock expire, we're heading to the fourth. 50-22 to 22 the score. Hyannis leading SEM. We are back after this 60-second timeout. Ravenna Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement. From the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job, Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. You fill it up and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump. Rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical. Your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. First play from scrimmage here in the fourth quarter was a pass and catch for no gain. Goes out to Riley Sock. But this one's going to work for a lot more. In fact, the first down now for SEM as Williams finds Rody around the left side. So they switch from right to left, and left works much more efficiently for him as it ends up with the sticks moving. First down, SEM. Rody goes out of bounds about the 31-32 yard line. So first and 15 now for SEM as they are going to need a lot of yardage through the air here in this fourth quarter if they want to try to get back in this one. Trailing by 28 points, 50 to 22. Perhaps not much time left, but anything can happen in this game. And as we know, six-man football, you can score a lot of points real quick. Unfortunately, that time for SEM, it's going to be a one-yard loss as Riley Sock picks up the football right side, brought down immediately by that Hyannis defense. So we'll see what they draw up here on second down. 8.50 and counting in the ball game. Hyannis trying to move on to most likely a date with Minotaur next week, the number four seed. But anything can happen, and... Again, some motion early along the left side of the line. So a false start against SEM will push them back five more yards and make this an even tougher task ahead. 
But if things continue like this, Hyannis will meet either Minotaur or Walt Hill next week. Either way, it will be a road game for the Longhorns. As Walt Hill, the number 13 seed, Minotaur the 4 seed. But since Minotaur has the home game this week, Walt Hill will get the home game next week if they pulled off the upset. But otherwise, it goes to the higher seed, which again would be Minotaur. And SEM in an even deeper hole here as the shotgun snap gets out of the hands of Williams and just unable to bring that one in cleanly. And so now SEM needs the 34-yard line of Hyannis to get the first down, but the ball is spotted at SEM's own 16-yard line. So at least 30 yards for the first down here if they want to get it again. This time the shotgun snap goes through the hands off the helmet of Williams. And it is going to be a turnover as he could not bring that one back in. And Hyannis was quick to fall on it and kind of hitting his helmet in frustration as Williams as it's been that kind of day. Things have just not worked out well for Sumner Eddyville Miller this afternoon. And that one just slips right through his fingers on that shotgun snap, bounces off of his helmet and falls to the ground where Hyannis quickly picks it up at the 10-yard line. And now Olsen, flag flies, but Olsen spun out of bounds across the way at around the 9, but I have a feeling this one's coming back on a holding penalty. And indeed it will be Hyannis committing the hold, so we'll see how far back this one is spotted. I believe holding was the call, and yes, that will be what Hyannis faces here. 10-yard penalty puts the ball on the 20-yard line, so now it's going to be first and, or rather, yes, first and goal from the 20 as the ball was initially on the 10, so that made it a first and goal situation, but now just twice as far. Pass out and complete to Vinton, who backs his way into the end zone. That time it's Olsen to Vinton for the 20-yard pass and catch. And that was an excellent job by Vinton as he had a defender right on him. He basically took it away from him and then just backpedaled his way into the end zone. But Olsen doing it all today as he throws the 20-yard touchdown pass to Vinton. And the kick this time is up, and it is good. So the two-point kick Rings true, and now perhaps an insurmountable lead for Hyannis as they are up 58-22 to with 7.29 left to go in this ballgame. We'll step aside, take a 60-second timeout, and be back with more six-man playoff football right after this. When it comes to harvest, what does reducing your harvest time by one, four, or even ten days work to you? Depending on Mother Nature, potentially thousands. That is why our employees at the Aurora Cooperative believe that your time matters because we know the environment doesn't wait. We know that harvest speed is real time and real money to our farmer owners. So if you want to speed up your harvest, come to an Aurora Cooperative game facility and see the difference. Our lights will be on till yours are off. Commitment is just another way that Aurora Cooperative means tougher together. Stryker Tractor Service is a proud supporter of all the athletes in tonight's game. Stryker Tractor Service is the only name you need to know for great service in your area. Good luck, team, from Stryker Tractor Service in Eddyville. 
As a proud supporter of the athletes and academics, Scott of Slyker Heating and Air Conditioning would like to extend a great thank you to everyone. When you need a new unit or service on your furnace, air conditioner, or heat pump, trust Slyker Heating and Air, serving Cumro in the surrounding area. Midland, who takes that kickoff return from around the 10-yard line, and he is able to squirt his way forward across the 15 to around the 17-yard line. So a first and 15 from there will come SEM. Clock just over seven minutes and running here in this ball game. Hyannis with a commanding 58-22 lead. And I believe we should have a running clock now at this point in the ball game. As it will be two, two back set. Williams looking left side. Great pass. Nearly picked off, but it's taken off of the deflection by the running, or by Jake's, or excuse me, Preston Sieb, Steve. And holy cow, he takes it all the way for Pater. What an excellent play for SEM. And that ends up being a 52-yard touchdown pass off the hands of the defenders. Nearly lost track of it for a moment, but Preston Steve sure didn't as he took it all the way down to pay dirt. And he will score for SEM just like that, lightning quick. And the two-point kick is good as well. So just like that, SEM... 58-30 58-30 to 30 is the score with six and a half minutes left to go in this ballgame. We'll step aside, take a 60-second timeout, and be back with more six-man playoff football right after this. Synergize from Ag Explorer International is your all-in-one drip control, defomer, surfactant, and ammonium salts with a water conditioner and absorption activator. Synergize is the number one AMS replacement on the market. Over 30 million acres worldwide have made the right choice with Synergize. Contact Mid-Nebraska Chemical today for a dealer in your area to get Synergize, NutriPack, Enzone, and other great products from Ag Explorer International. 308-468-6206. Buzz's Marine of Kearney wants your used boat this fall. If you bring in your well-loved boat to Buzz's, and it's from 2011 or newer, you get an extra $1,000 added value for your trade-in. Not only that, but your boat's winterization will be on Buzz's Marine. For full details, visit Buzzes at 507 Central Avenue in Kearney or online at buzzesmarine.com to shop the new and used boat selection. This offer expires October 31st. Save on winterization. Save on storage. Save on a new boat. Football, that score can happen really quick, sometimes lightning fast. And that one off the deflection, a 52-yard pass and catch from Williams. Out to Preston Steve. That one actually ricocheted off of the hands. Looked like it was going to be intercepted for a moment by Kobe Olson, but he just couldn't get a hold of it. Pushed it up in the air, and Steve just quick like that grabs it out of the air and rumbles the rest of the way towards the end zone. So although SEM still has a long way to go, they truly are proving right now that they are not going away quietly. Certainly no giving up by the Mustangs here this afternoon. Back at it now is Hyannis on offense, first and 15 from the 15. Kobe Olson gets away from the initial line of defense and is able to work his way out across the 20-yard line for a good pickup on first down. 6-16 and counting here in the ballgame. 28-point Hyannis lead, 58-30. to 30. 
And so you would suspect that Hyannis is going to try to churn this one out on the ground, try to preserve this lead as much as humanly possible. Olsen pushes the first defender away, pushes the second down, pushes the third. Finally, the fourth SEM defender able to bring him down, but not before Olsen able to pick up a first down near midfield at the 38-yard line. Olsen, not the biggest guy in the world, but, man, he's just pushing people away from him left and right. Just a very strong kid, very fast. He's got that great combination of power and speed, and obviously his numbers coming in tonight, rather this afternoon, prove that. Handoff this time to Musgrave. He crosses the midfield stripe into SEM territory. And a two-yard gain, giving Olsen a momentary breather there that's justly deserved. And we'll see what Hyannis brings here on this second down and 13. Shotgun snap, Davis. Now he'll pitch it back to Olsen. Olsen's going to pass it back to Davis. Davis, however, can't pick up the shoestring pass intended for him just across midfield. Probably would have had plenty of room for a first down and then some, but ball just underthrown by a little bit. And so Hyannis will come back to the line of scrimmage. One receiver wide to either side. Davis pitch back to Olsen. Olsen looking now, keeping himself. Now he'll decide to pass it after all. Now he gets Davis this time, and Davis rumbling his way across the 10-5 and near the end zone, and they'll say just shy as he comes down about a yard short. But Olsen that time looked like the same play, but it works much better for Hyannis on this attempt as Olsen does find Davis wide open along the right side, and Davis just continues to rumble and stumble his way forward, brought down just a yard short, and now Hyannis with a first and goal from the one-yard line, under five minutes and counting here left in the ballgame, looking to add to that 58-30 lead. Conversation taking place between Davis and Olsen. Olsen will get the handoff, and into the end zone he goes, pushing his way forward for another touchdown for Olsen. He's done it about every way you can imagine. And this time a one-yard run with 4.41 left in the ballgame. He passes the football to Davis to set up the first and goal from the one, and then he puts the finishing touches on it into the end zone as the kick upcoming. The score now 64-30. to 30. Snap, errant. It's going to be bobbled around, and it looks like Hyannis is never really going to get a hold of it. Davis does come up with it eventually, but he's brought down by three Mustangs. And so the extra point attempt is no good, and the score will remain 64-30. to 30. With 4.41 left to go in this ballgame, we are going to take another timeout and be back after 60 seconds. You don't have to be a farmer to reap the benefits of being a Buffalo County Farm Bureau member. We work for farm families, but our work reaches well beyond the farm, benefiting Nebraskans in all walks of life. We are your neighbors. Through our work in supporting and promoting agriculture, education, health, and technology, we bring people together to better our community. We share in the values Nebraskans stand for, hard work, passion for the land, and a character rooted in faith and family. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau and support Nebraska agriculture. 
Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that, girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. Does stay in the field of play, and SEM runs up to grab it. Came through his hands just for a moment. Looked like Hyannis might have had a chance to come away with the unorthodox onside kick. But SEM will retain possession and set up first and 15 now from their own 24-yard line after the short spiraling kick. And we are just a point away from having a running clock here. I believe 35 points is the magic number we're sitting at 34 with 64 to 30 up on the scoreboard here and pass and catch for SEM out near the 30 yard line tackle made by Vinton on the receiver Noah Bidlin sophomore into the ball game for SEM picks up about five yards so a second and ten upcoming now 415 and counting left in the ball game and although SEM is going to come up short this afternoon, got to give them a lot of credit. They played hard today and never for one moment gave any indication that they were given up. They just had a really hard time getting their offense moving against a very stout Hyannis defense. But they certainly played well, just have not had things go their way today, just like that, as quickly into the backfield is Reno Hunt. And the... Center to quarterback exchange has been a little bit iffy today as that time Williams again had a snap come to him that he had to bobble and by the time he was able to get control of it, Hunt was back there to pull him down rudely to the ground. And it ends up being about a 10 or 11 yard loss. And that has been a struggle so far today for SEM as that initial snap just has not come through cleanly and it has cost them. Hyannis is just too quick to the football to give them any extra time. And if you can't get that clean snap off, it's really hard to get the offensive play in motion. And that has been a real tough thing for SEM all afternoon. 3-11 up on the clock. It stops with the incomplete pass on that attempt. And a fourth and about 20 now. And a punt upcoming from Slacker. Slacker, a nice long kick. It'll take an SEM bounce, rolls down to around the 21-yard line, and that is where they will stop it for Hyannis to set up this next offensive possession with 3.03 left to go. 64-30, to your score, as Hyannis will move on in the six-man playoffs. Again, they will face the winner of either Minotaur or Walt Hill. Minotaire, the number four seed. Walt Hill, the number 13 seed. Either way, as I've mentioned, it will be a road game for Hyannis. So if they want to get back here to play on the cozy confines of the Sandhills, they're going to have to pick up yet another win one way or the other. And then hopefully they'll be back here the week after. Nice bruising run. This time, Bo Carlson with the football, and he... Says, you know, I haven't got to touch this football too much today. I'm going to make the most out of it. And he just continues to bust his way forward through defender after defender into SEM territory. 
finally stopped at the 38-yard line of the Mustangs. So a very tough, strong run by the sophomore Carlson. And it sets up a first and 15 now. Shotgun snap back to Davis. This one's going to be a pitch out to Wyatt Hebert into the game now for Hyannis. So getting some of these younger guys in, getting them some playoff game experience. And Hebert picks up about five or six yards on the carry. Ball down at the 34-yard line, 222 and counting in the ball game. 64 to 30, your score. Hyannis in control here in this first round D6 matchup. And Davis back to collect the shotgun offering. Checks with his running back, Carlson. And now the snap. Pitch over to Carlson. Carlson across the 35, 30, still on his feet, across the first down marker. And it looks like they'll spot him down about the 22-yard line, but enough for a first down. And Carlson showing that he's got some good speed and strength as well. Future looking bright for the Hyannis Longhorns as the sophomore, 5'11", 160. Again, moves the sticks for his team here late in the fourth quarter, under two minutes left to play. But Hyannis on the move once again, looking to try to eclipse eclipse the 70 mark. And the pitch this time goes back to Monty Bailey. Monty Bailey... Not a real big guy, but a big run for Bailey as Monty Bailey will take it 22 yards on the touchdown run. Oh, let's see. Wow, they'll say he stepped out of bounds at the 10. I did not see that, but they will bring it back. Looked like Bailey had got clean into the end zone, but the officials saying he stepped out at the 10-yard line, so hold the phone. Don't put points up on the board just yet. Hyanna still with some work to do. Davis this time will go Carlson pitch out right side. Carlson across the 10-5, and he is in for the touchdown. So delayed for one play, and Carlson finishes the deal on a big drive for him as he did a lot of work for the Longhorns in getting this ball down the field, and Carlson caps it off with a 10-yard touchdown run. And Hyannis now with a 70-30 lead. With 1.37 left to go in the ball game, snap, kick is up, and it is no good. So again, Hyannis unable to tack on the extra points. However, at this point, kind of a moot point as they have a 70-30 to 30 lead with 1.37 left to go in this ball game. We will step aside and be back after this 60-second timeout. Whether it's a car accident, storm damage, or fire, when the unthinkable happens, it doesn't matter if you save money in 15 minutes. In this moment, it doesn't matter if your neighbor has the same insurance you do. In this moment, what matters is that Barney Insurance, your independent insurance agent, and the company that stands behind them have you covered. Auto Owners Insurance, the no-problem people. Contact Barney Insurance. Carney, Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. Or log on to BarneyInsurance.net. At B&B Carpet, every day is the right day to get a great deal on quality flooring with our special 12-month financing. So if you're wondering when or where to get that new look, 
Let our flooring professionals help you select the flooring that's right for you and your budget. Our quality installers will have you living in comfort in no time. So come on in today or tomorrow to B&B Carpet and Donovan and see why people say that's where we always go. Yard line. 130 and counting here as we are in a running clock now. So SEM backs against the wall if they want to get anything going here on offense. A lot of field and not a lot of time left to go as they find themselves in a 40-point hole, 30 or rather 70 to 30, your score. Coming up at the end of our game, we'll talk about the scoring summaries from the second half here. Might have a chance to talk with perhaps Coach Lance Braun and a player or perhaps two, or maybe not. They might be busy celebrating. We'll just see if they get a chance to come up here. If not, like I said, we'll talk over the scoring summaries, maybe even have a chance to look at some of the volleyball sub-district brackets coming up for next week and some of those games we will have on our family of stations here as a timeout is going to be called by SEM. Rather, that was a timeout called by Hyannis. Interesting move there by Coach Braun and company. Maybe just wanted to get some of these younger guys in to get them some game time experience. Clock stopped at 53 seconds. 70 to 30, your score. And it looked like a loss on that first play from scrimmage for SEM as they're backed up to the 12-yard line now. So they'll face a second down and about, it's like 18. As everybody trots back to the line of scrimmage, I believe that there was some initial indication that it might have been a turnover, but it will remain SEM football. So now they've got everything sorted out. We'll get back underway. And under center now for SEM. Pitch comes out to Reese Jones, the freshman running back. Out across the 10, but not much yardage there. Might have even lost about a half a yard. And so SEM might have enough time for one, maybe two plays here. But now SEM is going to take a timeout, wanting to take advantage of all the time they possibly got left, and we'll take the timeout with them. We're back after this 60-second timeout. Every day you rise early, sip your coffee, pull on your boots, and go to work. And the team at Pioneer is with you. When you're choosing which product to plant on which part of which field, we're with you. When you're plotting out your planting schedule as winter turns to spring, we're there too. And when you climb into the combine to harvest another bumper crop, there's no question where we are. Pioneer, with you from the word go. See Impact Seed. Five Points Bank has been your hometown bank for over 40 years, and now you can take us wherever you go. Mobile Deposit allows you to deposit checks from your smartphone or tablet with our free business banking app. And never pay for an ATM charge again with our MoneyPass app. It maps out ATMs near you that won't charge a fee because of its partnership with Five Points Bank. We're here to serve you in person and online, and that's why we're the better bank. SEM goes long and so an incomplete pass will set up what will most likely be the final play of the game fourth and 18 and back to pass now for SEM is Noah Bidlin and Bidlin is going to be brought down in the backfield by Carlson and that will put the wraps on this one 
So your final, Hyannis defeats SEM here this afternoon in a first-round D6 matchup, 70-30 to 30 is your final. We're going to step aside, take a timeout, come back in the postgame. We'll look at some of the scoring summaries here in the second half. Maybe talk a little bit volleyball, sub-districts coming up next week and what's going on on our sister stations right now as far as playoff football is concerned. All that and more coming up after this two-minute timeout right here on 930 KOGA AM and iHeartRadio and also over in Kearney on 1460 AM KXPN. Two months after he got married, Ron was diagnosed with cancer. Just because of the, the type of cancer I had directly affected the ability to have children. This basically would eliminate any chances of having children naturally. You know, we went from the joy of getting married and starting that part and then poof, your perspective just completely flips. And so when I found out I was pregnant that Saturday, it was just absolutely mind-boggling. It was uh, one of the best days of my life. Made me forget about all that bad stuff that had happened. And I can't help but be incredibly proud because I never thought I'd have a chance to have a first Mother's Day or hold my baby. It just makes the love stronger. We are on in Cara Faber. And our son Graham was born at Mary Lanning. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings. Your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. Your local Pioneer team is with you from the word go during harvest season and every season. They have the latest performance data to help select the right corn products for each of your acres next year. Results start with industry-leading genetics, but it all comes down to conducting thousands of local on-farm trials to uncover more insights and maximize yields. When it's go time, work with your local Pioneer team to make the most of every acre with Pioneer brand corn products. Pioneer, with you from the word go. See Impact Seed. It was Hyannis coming up with a victory here this afternoon. 70-30 to 30 was your final. Also, we did just get a final from Minotaur as Minotaur defeated Walt Hill 80-20. So not to be outdone by Hyannis' 70-30 score. Minotaur comes up with a big win here this afternoon. So it will set up Minotaur hosting Hyannis next week. Friday the 2nd will be the date of that game. We'll get the time for you coming up here in the next few days, so be be listening for that one as Hyannis will head out to face Minotaur. Should be a great game in that second-round D6 matchup out there from Minotaur. Meanwhile, lots and lots of scoring here. If you like high-scoring affairs, you love this ball game, as we saw a lot of it here in the second half. Much of it done by Hyannis, but of course, it was also SEM getting some of their licks in the second half as well. All the scoring started here in the second half in the third quarter with 7.26 left to play. Five-yard run from Olsen. The kick was no good. That took the halftime score from 32-14 to 14 to 38-14. to 14. And then it was Hyannis striking again four minutes later with 3.19 left in the third quarter. A 15-yard hookup from Davis to Vinton. 
Again, kick no good. That made it 44-14 at that point. And then it was SEM's turn to score as they found a 10-yard pass from Williams to Slacker with 152 left to go in the third quarter. That kick was good, and that made it a half-and-half score, 44-22 at that point in the ballgame. But Hyannis came back and were able to put more points on the board before the third quarter expired. 28 seconds left, in fact, with an 18-yard run from Olsen. Kick no good. That made it 50-22 to 22 at that point, which led us into the fourth quarter. At 7.29, it was Olsen to Vinton. Olsen getting a touchdown through the air as he found Vinton for a 20-yard touchdown reception. The kick was good at that point, 58-22, your score. SEM came right back with a beautiful 52-yard pass and catch from Williams to Steve. And that was Preston Steve that got that one. And I shouldn't say it was a passing catch from Williams to Steve because it actually went through the hands of Olsen for Hyannis and then into the hands of Steve. So the Williams to Olsen to Steve. But it ended up being a 52-yard touchdown for Steve at 634 left in the ballgame. Kick was good, and SEM made it 58-30 to at that point. But then it was all Hyannis after that. At 441 left in the ballgame, a one-yard Olsen run that was set up by a long pass and catch from Olsen to the normal quarterback, Davis. If you want to say a normal quarterback in this game, obviously it kind of opens it up for all the guys in six-man football. That kick was no good. That made it 64-30. to 30. And then at 137 left in the ball game, a 10-yard run from Carlson finished the deal for Hyannis, making it 70-30 to 30 as that kick was no good. And that is how we got to our final here in this ball game. So 70-30 to 30 the final. It will be Hyannis moving on. The season for SEM is over. However, great effort by those guys this afternoon. Very impressed with some of the stuff that I saw. Just uh, too many things didn't quite go their way here this afternoon. And when you face a team like Hyannis, you really can't afford to make mistakes. And unfortunately for SEM, too many of those coming this afternoon and they come out on the short end of the stick and see their season come to a close this afternoon, 70-30. to 30 is your final. So we will go ahead and bid adieu to our friends out in Kearney this afternoon. We appreciate you listening in this afternoon. Uh, we're on 1460 ESPN Radio AM KXPN. So we will let you go for this afternoon as far as our fans back in Ogallala on 930. The proceeding has been a Platte River Radio ESPN Tri-City Sports Production brought to you by Platte River Preps. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, visit PlatteRiverPreps.com.